Oh yeah, y'all know what time it is. It's time for the oh, triumphant yeah. return for the fifteenth time of the Gems and Juice podcast, y'all. We back at it. We know we don't left y'all high and dry for a couple of weeks. You know, some things going on we had to take care of, but we back at it now, man. That's what's important. Okay, we're back at it. We're breaking down all the hot topics, all the music that came out. All the bullshit everybody talking about on social media. You name it, we going to cover it, okay? So we're back, and that's all that matters, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, we're, uh, it's been a while, Figgy. So, what, what you been up to, man? How, how you been hanging these past couple of weeks? Man, I've been hanging pretty good, man. Um, last weekend, I was at um, Rodeo Cook-Off. And okay. um, this is the first time ever that I went to all three days. So, um, Damn. yeah, so that was tough. So the first day, um, Thursday, I went to um, Burns Barbecue um, tent, and that was pretty cool. Slim Thug was in there. There was a lot of people in there, uh, and it was jam-packed. They had some really good food. Shout out to um, Stuff Wings was there, a friend of the show. Uh, you had Esther's that was there. You had um, all type of um, just good food places around Houston. Um, in one location, and they all brought something to the table. So that was pretty cool. I did that Thursday night and Friday. You know, you probably know this, but um, our job have like a tent for uh, our country mm-hmm. station. So I went to that, and um, that was pretty cool. Had fun. Got to hang with some people. Um, uh, quarterback coach Gerard Johnson was there. Hey. So I got to chop it up with him. I actually got him in the VIP area. <laughs> Hey. So um, that was cool. And then Saturday, I went back again. Saturday, I actually worked at the Dynamo game. 
Um, okay. I went to the Dynamo Games, their home opener. And, um, yeah, I just got a chance to walk around, talk to some fans and all that stuff. So um, it was pretty cool. And then right after that, I went right back to the uh, cook-off. <laughs> and so I was kind of hanging around and all that stuff. So, man, man it's been, it been, yeah, it been super busy, man. Super busy. No, I feel you. They don't call you the hardest working man in radio for nothing, man. So <laughs> no, I respect the hustle. I respect the grind. Yeah. Um, man, I actually been out a little bit too this week. I went to uh, Austin the uh, last couple of days. Okay. Uh, took my mother to go see Diana Ross in concert. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> it was actually, she had been bugging me for years, man, because she's like, I, I've never seen Diana Ross. My mother has seen like everybody she's wanted to. She's seen Prince, Michael Jackson, like all the big names she went to, but she never saw Diana Ross and she grew up on Diana Ross music. So she'd been making a big deal about she wants us to take her. She wants me to take her. And we we're supposed to go when she had a Vegas residency, but it just didn't work out. So she's been talking about it, talk about it, want to complain. I'm like, all right, mom, I got you. So I saw she had some dates in Texas. She was coming to Austin and San Antonio. So I was like, all right, let me get some tickets. <clears throat> Took her. Um, and man, the show was actually really good. You okay. know, it was really good. I, I didn't think I really enjoy it. I'm not, like, I like Diana Ross and her music, but I'm not like a fan fan. Yeah. But the performance is actually really good, man. You know, especially the fact that she's turning 80 this year. Man. So it's uh, it's been a long time for her performing. And you think she kind of phoned it in by now, but she's still like she's still you can tell she loves performing, man. She loves her fans. The venue was packed. It was a smaller venue, but it was packed. It was definitely sold out. A lot of gay people. I'm not going front. A lot of gay yeah, people were there, to, dog. I was about to ask you, what was the crowd like? Was it like everybody your mom age or is it all over the place? It was mixed, man. I would say, because I got my mom some good seats. And all around us, it was like older people, you know, because okay. these were expensive seats. Yeah. But the general audience was pretty young, man. Honestly, it was pretty young. I seen people that looked like they was probably in their early 20s. Damn. Some in their 30s, some old, some a little older, but not like 50s and 60s yet. Mm. So yeah, it was it was surprisingly a lot of young people there, man. man. Um, like I said, a lot of gay people, a there's, lot of uh waves. people in drag, and I was like, there's okay, wave. that's her audience too. They was waiting on their one song. <laughs> oh I'm yeah. Oh, people out. dog when she man, they went crazy. <laughs> that dog, was the song they came for. <laughs> Dog, when that song played, it was like the gay version of, you know, in Coachella when Travis Scott does Fiend and Playboy Cardi comes out. It was like the gay version of that, dog. <laughs> they went crazy, man. It was like, bat that ass up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they was all, uh, I will survive. And my mom was like singing to somebody who was singing to her. And it was all, it was all just right. crazy, man. <laughs> The, the vibes yeah. were good, man. The vibes were really good. She yeah. brought her oldest daughter out, too, who also sings and performs. And they did some songs together. And it was just, it was really good, man. Dang. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. So, yeah. Dang, that's cool, man. <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect uh, her to have that type of crowd, though. Because I mean, because when you, I look at her as, and I probably shouldn't paint her in this corner, but, um, I look at her as like Charlie Charlie Wilson through a concert, yeah, or something like that, and you kind of guess what kind of crowd that would be. But I forgot she was kind. She she had her you know her certain fan base too. I, I forget yeah. about that. 
Nah, she's like a gay icon for gay people, man, honestly. She is like, they they love her, man. And yeah, it was just, the vibes were good, man, in general in the concert. Everybody was cool. Everybody was chill. And it was just, you, you could tell she, I, I saw people brought stuff for her to sign and she actually signed it during the show. Oh, I wow. Or usually they have like a meet and greet or something after the show where yeah. she signed, people sign things, but she actually stopped during the songs and signed some vinyls, signed some magazine covers. I was like, wow, she really must respect and love her audience because I had never seen that shit before. Yeah. So, yeah, it was uh, it was really good, man. It was a little emotional towards the end, too, because I feel like, you know, she probably knows that she ain't got a whole lot longer to perform and, you know, do this. So you could tell she really appreciates it. And it was really special to see. So, yeah, yeah good time. Yeah. Uh, what's up, everybody on YouTube? Uh, D Holcomb nineteen seventy nine on YouTube ask Figgy, do you have family that goes to Yates? I see you wearing the Yates hoodie. I finished in nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, you yeah. are wearing the Yates hoodie. Yeah, yeah. So I don't have family that go there, but um, so I got this hoodie. Uh, I want to say it was the last home game of the um Houston Texans regular season, and it was repping H Town Day. So um. You know, I I just wanted to do something there. I feel like this is definitely repping Houston. So I got this custom-made hoodie. I got rest in peace, okay. Big Hokey. Uh, screwed up, Ooh. click right here. So, yeah, I figure I represent Houston in a cool way. <laughs> <coughs> okay, okay, okay. Some might consider that false flagging, but, you know, I, I don't. I respect it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you if you know me, you know I ain't from Houston, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Now you got to... You got to claim it, man. You got to claim it now. So you good. You good. Um, so, yeah, we got a lot to talk about, man. So we're just going to jump into topics because um, a lot has happened and a lot is still happening. Yeah. So we're just going to go through. Um, we'll start off with the music. The biggest release that happened in the last couple of weeks, you know, it's funny. If you listen to our last podcast, we really didn't think this album was going to come out. At least yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> there had been weeks of pump faking, weeks of sample clearance issues. There was a recent thing with Donna Summer where she got upset because her song was sampled in the song and she didn't give the give them the right to do that. So there was controversy over that. I think one of the songs got removed for a mm. second, then got put back on. So it was a lot of uh, 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 weird, weird, weird little stuff going on with this album, man. But yeah. it did come out fully independent release, by the way. And you could tell because there was no promotion behind it. It was nothing behind this, man. And, and if you weren't on social media, you wouldn't have known it came out. Honestly, yeah. that's how quiet it was in promotional wise. Yeah, and not to mention too, I got I got titles, so it would it didn't pop up in the front. Usually, every Kanye release or Big Town release pop up in the front. I had to search for it because I seen somebody talking about it on um, social media. I'm like, did this really come out? I'm like, let me go see, and I did not expect to see it. I'm like, damn, this is actually the album. This is a full album too. So uh, I couldn't believe it, man. Yeah, it was kind of hard to find, too, because when it first came out, like, it wasn't under Kanye's stuff. Mm. I had to look, and it was like, I guess Kanye and Ty Dolla Sign have their own group, uh, where it's okay. like the Y and the at dollar sign symbol. But it was kind of tough to find. And honestly, if I didn't care enough, I would have gave up. Yeah. You know, 
So the fact that they put all these barriers, no promotion, this album still went number one somehow. Yeah, it you still know? sold a lot, man. It sold over the, 100K. <laughs> and this is a man who calls himself a Nazi. <laughs> yeah. And he did everything he could to get himself canceled. And his fan base is still so strong that this album went number one. Yeah. So I don't know any other artist that could do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know any other artist that could just bury himself so far down and get himself canceled so much and still have a number one album in the country. Yeah. I don't think, definitely not any rapper that could do this. Yeah, and not to mention, uh, we didn't even talk about this, but he had this Super Bowl commercial. And it was just a a phone video pretty much promoting this uh, Yeezy website. And that sold out a lot. So, I don't know, man. I mean, look, I... (laughs) I kind of respect what he's doing at this point. Like, it take a lot. Like, you, if you if you follow everything he did, and you would think nobody would support this dude ever again, and he's still blowing people out the water, man. It's, it's kind of remarkable. Yeah, it's really crazy. It pr- it really proves that certain people, if they have a fan base, they just not gonna get canceled, man. You know, some people are just, unless you commit a crime, which really is the only thing that's really keeping him up, nothing he's done is illegal. Yeah. You know, he hasn't committed a crime, so they can't cancel him legally. They can't put him in jail. So what can you really do to him? You can remove his promotion, you can remove his, you can fight him for the samples, but somehow he still finds a way to put this stuff out and have it go number one, so... He has a wild fan base, man. I'll say that much. He has a uh, interesting fan base. I don't know any other rapper that could do this and, and still be successful at what they do. So yeah, because he committed career suicide a bunch of times, man. Several times, <laughs> and nothing worked. So yeah, it's uh, it, it's pretty it's pretty crazy that he could do this. So back to the album, man. I'll admit, I tried to get through it. I skimmed it. The production was good in my eyes, but just lyrically, it it was just Kanye just falling off so hard, man. It was hard to listen to. The features are really the thing I focused on. The Freddie Gibbs song was good to me. I like that verse. And he's been in some, uh, uh, yeah. like, I don't want to mention all that stuff. Man, sidebar, (laughs) I I avoided that picture of Freddie Gibbs for so long. (laughs) You know, uh, because his ex-girl, posted a picture of him spreading his butt open. <laughs> and uh, it was going on on social media. I think it was the day that he he went public with his new girl. Yeah, I, guess I think it was jokes. Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. It was Valentine's Day. He just posted a chick with his girl. He had a nice yeah. little suit on and looked like they had a nice little evening dinner and all that stuff. Yeah. And she came out with she that. Posted, she posted that of him spreading his butt, I guess because she's upset because he still hasn't claimed the kid or done anything, so whatever. I was upset because I I actually avoided it for so long, but then (laughs) JPEG Mafia, who's somebody I enjoy his music and follow on Twitter, but he is unhinged on Twitter. I think he seriously has mental problems. And he went on a rant cussing out Freddie Gibbs for some reason, and they were beefing. He was just going on and on and on and on about Freddie Gibbs and white people and all this. And he posted that picture. And I saw it because I followed him. So now I blocked him. (laughs) This dude actually liked and respected it and bought merch from. Damn, man. <laughs> I bought his last album on vinyl, man, and I had to block his ass because he actually 
made me see the Freddie Gibbs picture that I was trying so hard to avoid. Ain't that so. the? This is another sidebar. Like I, I get tired of people that repost something that's very disturbing. Yeah, like. Hey guys, we need to stop retweeting this picture. <laughs> like, why you keep promoting this picture? You know that's helping the person, right? This or this is not helping the person, but keep retweeting this picture. It's like you just did it. Yeah, I hate when people do that, man. I hate when people. I hate when they also like stand. They try to look like they're on a high horse and be like, "Hey guys, stop!" Like for the takeoff video. When I say, I just saw that takeoff video and it's horrible. We need to stop recording things like that and posting on social media for clout. Okay, well, you saw it. <laughs> so now you're making people curious about what's yes. in it, man. See, don't talk about it, period. Yeah. Because when you say, ah, oh, don't put that on social media, y'all need yeah. to have... y'all. Now people are curious. Yes. Like, oh, there's a video out? Hey, can now, we, can we shop, stop sharing the video of this naked girl <laughs> out in public like that? Like, oh, you can see it, but now we can. Now we're going to be curious too, man. You know how people are. You know That's what humans do. We're curious yes. people. Yes. So I hate when they do that. They're like, I just saw that video and it's horrible. We need to stop sharing that stuff, guys. Like, man. Yeah. <laughs> you brought it up, so now we're curious. That's like if yep. I said, hey, don't think about the pink elephant. What you gonna do? You gonna think about the pink elephant? <laughs> so, like, I, I hate when they do up. that, man. That's irritating. It really is. But back to the album, man. Like I said, production was kind of all over the place for me. There's some songs I like, some songs that were just, he was doing too much, I felt. Lyrically, Kanye is just, I don't know. I, I feel like this is a big fall off from Donda. I like Donda quite a bit, I thought that was a good album. I didn't hear Donda 2. I don't really, that album don't exist to me, period. His last album was Donda 1. Yeah. I don't I don't consider Donda 2 an album because it don't exist to me. Yeah. But uh, this kind of a fall off from Donda to me, man. I couldn't really get through a lot of this album personally. Uh, lyrically, it just wasn't there. It, it, it just felt like a bit of a fall off to me personally, man. But you actually listened to the whole thing. So I want to know how you feel about it, Piggy. Yeah, um, yeah, I listened to the whole thing, and I agree with you. I think the production, it was kind of all over the place, but I enjoyed it, man. I think, to me, usually when I play something, I try to let it play as long as I can until I hit skip. And I didn't do that a lot on this album. But, however, I, I do feel like his rapping, Kanye's rapping, was horrendous. And I usually don't say that, and, you know, Kanye has some suspect lines over the past years. But this one, I'm just like, man, he ain't even trying, man. Like, I had to go back to some old albums. I was telling you earlier, I was listening to um, Late Registration, and which is one of my favorite albums. And I'm like, every song on here he has a purpose. And he's rapping his ass off on here. He's, you know that, that tweet everybody say, uh, name somebody doing something like the Renners do? Or rapping the yeah. ass off like the rent is due. He was rapping like the rent was due, man. Like, he was rapping his ass off on these songs. And I'm just like, man, what was the last song Kanye actually rapped his ass off on? And I'll even put up Donda. Like, Donda was good, but I don't even I don't even know if he was rapping his ass off on there, man. The last Kanye song, I thought that was pretty good lyrically. And it was one of his worst albums overall. 
But that Jesus is King album, he has a song called Follow God. And I thought that was actually a really good song lyrically. You could tell somebody wrote it probably. But his flow-wise, content-wise, that was the last time I heard a Kanye song was kind of impressed lyrically. Mm. Yeah. Man, I don't even remember that So I don't remember <laughs> nothing from that album. But, um, yeah, I was very disappointed. I, I kind of got to a point where it don't even surprise me at this point where, you know, he's not rapping good. I kind of expect that from him. But uh, overall, the album I love. I love the um, the um, carnival um, carnival song, which is yeah. the song that was sampled from um, Ozzy Osbourne. Um, I thought that song was really hard. I actually saved that song. Um, another song, and this song actually came out, uh, 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 I guess, before the album, but I never really paid it no attention. But the the song with Northwest rapping on it. I kind of like that song a little bit. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is. And, like, we talked about Northwest before. She going to be just like her daddy, man. Like, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but um, she, it, it seemed like, I don't know. I wouldn't even group her in as a Kardashian, man. It seemed like she is totally her dad, her dad's kid. And um, I don't know what she going to be going forward, but. I, I don't know what it is about that song. I kind of like that song a little bit. <laughs> I just don't want to hear kids <laughs> rapping, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Miss, Has there Miss ever Westy? been... <laughs> I, I don't... I, I can't take it, man. Has there ever been a child of a rapper who actually had success... I know uh, Jaden's probably the closest one, even though I wouldn't say he's like, oh, a great rapper or somebody who's, you know, I liked a couple of his albums personally, but I wouldn't say he's a successful rapper, really. Yeah. Um, Corey Guns, the son of Peter Guns, he had a yeah. little minute, but then he kind of fell off when he signed into Young Money, so... Yeah. Is anybody else who is anybody actually a son like a Steph Curry type rapper, somebody who was the uh, child of a big rapper who actually got big themselves? Um, I mean, I don't even know if this counts. Corey LeRae don't really count because Benzino's not really a rapper. I don't. I don't really consider him a rapper. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, um, wasn't P Diddy's son? One of his sons was like a. Rapper, but I don't even count that. I don't think he ever got big like that. Yeah, King Combs or something, whatever yeah. his name was. Yeah, nah. Yeah. Um, Speaking I, of Diddy. Yeah, yeah, we get to that <laughs> in a little bit. But um, yeah, I don't know if it's somebody that actually blew up where it was just like, oh, I remember his pops. His pops was nice. And this person is nice too. I did hear, uh, I seen a video circulating around, uh, it was months ago, uh, Jada Kiss Son. And oh, Jadakiss, okay. uh, he sound exactly like Jadakiss, and he rap kind of like Jadakiss, too. I know you ain't the biggest Jadakiss fan, but he actually was, you, you could tell he respect the sport. <laughs> he wasn't trying to do all that bullshit everybody else be doing. So I was just like, oh, his son kind of nice. I don't know how he going to be in this, in this day and age because, you know, hip-hop is way far away from what Jada and them used to do. But um, he was nice. But but he's not big, obviously. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, um, 
I don't know, man. Even like like Joe Budden got a son that's rapping too, but he's not he's he's not even big as Joe Budden was. So um, <laughs> I don't even know, man. I, I, I think it, I think the other thing is too with hip hop being so young, like all the OGs are getting old. Like I, I just seen a uh, a video. Uh, uh, who was it? I think it was um, MC. Was it MC Shan? I think I forgot who it was. But I'm like, damn, he got old. He looked like an old grandpa, man. I'm like, damn, we getting to that age now where hip hop, like all the people that we grew up watching, gonna be in their sixties, man. <laughs> they gonna be walking with canes and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So I think that's part of the issue too. Like all of them, you know, they kind of getting older, and their kids is probably like in their teens or maybe twenties or something like that. Yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like in general in rap. Being being somebody's kid and already having like that kind of lifestyle is it's hard for people to accept, man. You know, especially if your your dad was a well known big rapper. Like, I don't see how Northwest is gonna make it rapping. You know, maybe she might have a little easier because Kanye is a producer as well. You know, she's gonna get laced with the best beats and whatever. But uh, I, I just think we're gonna find it corny, man. I, I don't, I don't do, like. Do you? Think I don't want to hear little little Aubrey Junior rapping. <laughs> so, do you think she gonna rap? Because I don't think she gonna be a rapper. I, I think, think she gonna rap. Do you? Okay. I just think she gonna be that. I don't know. She gonna be one of them people that's just don't have that's not in a certain lane. That's just out and about, kind of like a Kim Kardashian. Yeah. How you, you know you can't even name what the hell she do. But you know that's just Kim Kardashian. I feel like she kind of gonna be all over the place with fashion. She probably gonna be in the music at some point. She, pro- I think she's just gonna be all over the place, man. <laughs> like she's just gonna be known as Kim and Kanye's daughter. And just yeah, yeah, it could that could be true. That could be true. Maybe she won't fully commit to like a music career. She'll just do a lot of stuff. Yeah. But I feel like Kanye is gonna push her to do music. Because Kanye, I think, is going to treat her like, you know, he's going to be the A&R and whatnot. He wants to play that role for his kids. So I could see him doing that for her. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I think, uh, do you think she'll beef with Drake's son? (laughs) You think there'll be generational beef between Kanye and Drake where they kids are beefing too? To be honest, man, I could see it happening. And and that's not even trying to be messy, but just seeing how petty Drake is, I can see Drake be like, no, you can't hang with them or you can't name with her or something like that. And I can see a back and forth going between them two because of how petty their parents are. So I can see it. But on the flip side, I can see them actually, you know, eventually just being cool and not, you know, getting into all that. But I, I just knowing how petty Drake is, I yeah. can see him saying something like, "Yeah, I don't want my son hanging around that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can see it both ways too, man. Hopefully, when they get older, they can bury the beef, and maybe their kids can come together and do like a, a best of both worlds <laughs> uh, type thing with the uh, Northwest and whatever 
yeah. Drake's son's name. I forget the kid's name already. But uh, yeah, we'll see, man. Um, so would you say the album we haven't done the qualified or pig pen rating in a long time? Yeah, would you say this album is qualified or pig pen? <clears throat> this is tough, man, because I um like I like the production a lot. But um, lyrically, and this is something else I thought about. I meant to bring this up too, because um, because I I knew somebody that wasn't really like a big Kanye fan who listened to the album, and he was just kind of indifferent about the album, and it made me think about it. I'm like, dang, if somebody that wasn't a Kanye fan wanted to check Kanye music out, which album would you point them to to say, hey, listen to this? Because this this last album, I would not point to a new person and say, hey, check this Kanye album out. Because you're going to be like, man, why do y'all like Kanye? He's an awful rapper. <laughs> like, I don't understand the hype about it. He's overrated. So um, in that sense, I will probably say it's Pigpen. Because the hog, I, think, the pig. I think at this point, I think this album is for like uh, Kanye stands. That been with Kanye for the from the beginning, but from the outside in, if you just go put this album in and listen to it, I feel like people are gonna be like, yeah, like I don't understand the hype behind this album, and I I totally get it. But um, just to just to ask you, what album would you point to to a non Kanye fan who never heard a Kanye album before? Which album would you point them in? Probably graduation because I feel like that's the most that or my beautiful dark probably my beautiful dark twisted fantasy because that's more modern that has a lot of hit that was more of a pop sounding album honestly I think it's uh, it's also it covers enough genres that no matter what music you into you probably gonna like at least a couple songs off it Mm. you know so I probably say my beautiful dark twisted fantasy okay okay. Yeah, I would, I would honestly, and I guess it depends what type of mood you're in, but if you want to hear like a hip-hop Kanye, I would point to late registration. Yeah, because too. I think um because I think college dropout, I think it was cool, but that was that was early Kanye. So I don't think his lyrics was he lyrically he wasn't the best in that. And his um his beats and his production wasn't top notch. But I think he, I think it was a big step up in late registration as far as like his um, his production and his lyrics. And at that time, I think his production wasn't way out of this world where he just because I felt like my twist, my beautiful twisted dark fantasy. I felt like that production was so good, but also it kind of separated a little bit from hip hop, kind of where it was just doing too much where. It, I, I will understand the super hip hop head not really caring for that album because it's too much going on. And even the same with graduation a little bit. Graduation wasn't that bad, but he did have some moments in there where, you know, a song like Stronger ain't going to hit with nobody, uh, a, yeah. a hip hop head. So um, if, if somebody wanted to hear the hip hop Kanye, I think, I think late registration is the perfect album for that because... He, you know, he still had that hip hop in him, like as far as the productions, and you can hear in the production what he wanted to do, but mm-hmm. you know, I don't know a budget or 
maybe he didn't have the resources to have a whole orchestra or whatever in there. But you could hear what he wanted to do, but he still kept it hip-hop. So, um, and not to mention he had a lot of hip-hop artists and stuff like that on there. He even had, uh, what's his name, Adam Levine on there. Yeah. And that was still somewhat of a, of a hip-hop type of sound. So, um, I would point to to uh, late registration if I had to show somebody a Kanye album that never listened to him. Yeah, late registration is probably my favorite Kanye album. I think... Number one, that was definitely his best rapping he ever displayed on a whole album. You know, I think that was still when he was trying to prove that he was a rapper, you yeah. know, among all the Rockefeller people, you know. So I think that was a time when he was still trying to prove himself as a rapper. The production, as far as hip-hop type production, I think he perfected it. He moved away from that fucking chipmunk sound, finally. That got played out. So yeah. he just had regular sampling, with some dope beats, dope rhymes, dope features. And it was just a great album, man. Um, but I would figure if somebody was a hip-hop head, they probably at least heard one Kanye project. That's why I went with My Beautiful Dark Souls of Fantasy, because I figured they were probably not into rap like that. Yeah. So if you're not into rap, I would go with My Beautiful Dark Souls of Fantasy. If you're into rap and you're a hip-hop head, of course, my registration is the best hip-hop album he did, I think. so. Okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I think uh, Kanye, music-wise, I just don't know where what direction he's in now. I don't know what's going on. This rollout has just been weird with this album. I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah. Kanye is just can't predict what's he gonna, what he's going to do next. And the thing is, like we said it a couple times about you know his rapping is not good right now. I just felt. I mean, I don't know who he's with, who's in his camp and all that stuff, but I feel like he need to get... I feel like it's too many yes men around. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just need somebody to say, nah, that verse ain't it. <laughs> like, nah, you could do better than that. Like, nah, we need the lyrical Kanye for this one. Look, he, he pushed all those people away, man. Yeah. Like, look, when he was with Rhyme Fest, we are talking about before the podcast, Rhyme Fest brought a lot of his best stuff. Yeah. You know, Rhyme Fest is a dope rapper from Chicago. And uh, he wrote a lot of stuff for Kanye that was his best stuff lyrically. But they fell out, man. Then they got back together. Then they fell out again. Yeah. Uh, Kid Cudi. You know, Kid Cudi was a huge influence on Kanye, man. And they made some of their best music together. But then they fell out. Then they got back together. Then they fell out again. So I think he's falling out with everybody who could tell him, hey, man, you got to come harder than that. You got to switch it up. You can't be rapping like you're on fucking in preschool or some shit, man. Yeah. He, all those people that could have told him that, he pushed him out of his camp. Yeah. So now nobody can tell him shit, man. Like, you see some of those uh, those videos of Yes Jules. You know, she was recording his rant. Now, he's just talking whatever the fuck he wants, and nobody can even say anything. Sometimes when people want to say something, he's like, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. I'm talking. Yeah. yeah. It's like, see, so nobody can tell him anything. You know, he wants to be in control of everything. And if you go against him, you're going to get sent back to wherever you came from. He's going to kick you out of the farm or wherever the fuck he is now <laughs> making his music, man. Yeah, and see, that's, so, that's the issue, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I get it, man, because I'm not working with him. So it's easy for me to say, hey, speak up and say something. But, like, damn, man, I wish somebody could hold him accountable, man, because... 
like the lyrics on this album ain't cutting it, man. This this is embarrassing, man. If I if I heard this Kanye, and this was early Rockefeller days, I'd be like, nah, you need to stick the producer. Like, nah, you don't need to rap. If if this was the yeah. shit he was putting out. Maybe Jay was right. Maybe Jay was right. Maybe he shouldn't be rapping, man. <laughs> Dame Dash ruined it for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know, man. Music-wise, music, music wise, I don't know. I don't see this, this album lasting very long at the top of the charts. I feel like there's been almost no discussion about it a few weeks after it dropped. You know, I don't see anybody talking about it. Maybe everybody just playing it in silence. I don't know. Yeah, I but thought people no was, discussion about this album. I thought anymore. people was kind of scared to discuss it for a minute. That's true too. Because yeah, I'm, I'm like, damn, it's been like a week, and nobody was talking about this album. I'm like, damn. And then it wasn't to somebody I knew mentioned it. Like, damn, it's crazy. Nobody's talking about this album. I'm like, damn, maybe people scared to bring it, could it up. Be they're, they're ashamed to admit they're listening to it, like R. Kelly music, man. Yeah. <laughs> R. Kelly, I'm sure, still got a lot of plays on Apple Music and Spotify, but somehow nobody talks about them anymore, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it's that. I, I did see uh, there was a clip because uh, Donald Glover has a new show, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I guess they're redoing that. With some Asian lady, and uh, uh, he had an inter- They were doing interviews, and she asked him, "Like, wh- who's his favorite? Who do you- who does he think is the gold rapper?" And Donald Glover said, uh, "Kanye West." She was like, "Ooh, was like I know it's controversial. It's controversial," <laughs> but he just said he thinks that he was just like he said that none of these rappers that we are around today would be around without him. So, but even he was kind of. <laughs> he had to explain yeah. it because yeah. it was it was like, oh, you say Kanye, really? I don't know about that. It's kind of kind of toxic. So. That's crazy. <laughs> like you can't even say Kanye was a, a goat without being oh, got to explain myself first. Nah, oh, you must be anti-Semitic. Explain yourself, sir. <laughs> Do you hate Jews too? Hmm. I don't. I need to stop. I don't want to get us kicked off of YouTube, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was. That was a joke, man. I have nothing yeah. against Jewish people, okay? <laughs> Publicly. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, you better chill out. I'm about to say you better quit saying the J word. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Okay. Uh, uh, people of it, I can't even say the I word. The yeah. I country. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get us kicked off or disclaimered on Spotify. <laughs> no, you can't even say the C word. That you know the pandemic thing. Oh, the yeah. thing that caused that, you can't even say that because they put a little thing on Spotify <laughs> talking about the national disease and whatever the yeah, fuck. Yeah. So <laughs> like, I, I was looking through our Spotify podcast and a lot of our podcasts around that time got, got flagged. flagged. I'm like, it wasn't even like we was talking conspiracy theories, man. Yeah. We just said the C word how you and been somehow holding we up? got tagged. Yeah, how you been holding up through the C word? Yeah. That was it. <laughs> Ridiculous, man. So, yeah, I got to watch. We might get flagged and uh, uh, something something might happen. So, yeah, I, I take, I have no beef with the J words or the I, any any country publicly. Okay, that's dinner talk. <laughs> that's not yeah. that's not podcast talk so yeah. yeah um anyway so a lot happened we're going to start with the newest stuff the uh the most pertinent news that is affecting our timelines and social media um so there is a new diddy lawsuit mm. just when we thought 
things have finally calmed down just when we thought he might finally be able to Harlem shake his way back into the public and say, take that one more time. There is a new lawsuit, some allegations, this time from a man who I believe was his former assistant, I uh, want to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wasn't sure. The, if former, he was a producer. Yeah, I was about to say assistant or producer. I wasn't familiar with him, but must be like a he, low-tier producer. He was a producer on his most recent album. I guess that was the Love album or whatever yeah. the fuck that was. He accuses Puff Daddy or Diddy of sexually harassing, drugging, and threatening him over more than a year. The producer says in a lawsuit that he lived and traveled with Combs from September 2022 to November 2023, during which time he recorded hours of video and audio of Combs, his staff, and others engaging in serious illegal activity. Among the allegations is that Combs forced Jones to produce to procure sex workers and pressured him to engage in unwelcome sex acts with them and others that gave uh, and that Diddy gave laced alcoholic beverages to people who attended parties in his home. Um, he said there were underage girls and sex workers. Some of them had been uh, roofied, as you say. Um, and he's seeking $30 million. That's important, too. Um, now, of course, uh, the legal representat representation of Diddy has denied all these claims. They said he's desperate. There will be legal consequences, blah, blah, blah. Um, now, the interesting thing here as well is that there were certain allegations that came that mentioned people. Um, Tony Scott said, flag on the play. What's up, Tony? What's up, Tony? HRW <laughs> says he wants that Cassie buyout. What's going on, man? Yeah, he is looking like that. $30 million for these uh for the alleged actions that happened. So it was also alleged that he showed Diddy showed him a video of I want to say who was it? Uh Stevie J. Stevie J having sex with somebody, and he yeah. was trying to convince him, like. Yeah, we all do this. It's just what happens. Yeah, it was he, another he, guy. And he also said that uh, Diddy has slept with other people who named, whose names were redacted, but they also <laughs> were described to be very obvious because in the footnotes of the lawsuit, it said um, a Philadelphia rapper who dated Nicki Minaj. Ooh, and I wonder also, who that could be. Yeah, and also an R&B singer who just performed the Super Bowl. Mm, who could that be? Was, uh, it, who, was it her? I wonder. <laughs> um, Rihanna, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, of course, Meek Mill and Usher are facing allegations of being uh, party to these uh, Diddy's lust, oh, I, I guess. Thought, I don't know. <laughs> I thought they was talking about Ludacris. He performed at the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was talking about Alicia Keys, man. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, very interesting. Um, Mick Mill has replied, but, you know, I think he is just on the spectrum. He has done nothing to really he is <laughs> convince people that this is not true. He is the worst person uh, on Twitter, man. Like, the way he tweets and the, the stuff he tweets about is awful. 
Like he 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 did nothing to help himself at all. He he actually made he actually made this this whole situation worse. He could have just not even said anything. You know what, man? Is looking back, it's really silly that we wanted him out of jail. <laughs> Jay-Z, that's one of the worst things Jay-Z did. He actually got Meek Mill out of prison. It made yeah. some people need to be in there, man. I think Meek Mill is just somebody who needs to be separated from the rest of us. Okay. <laughs> I think he's just too insane of a person to to be around normal people. I yeah. think it's just the way he talks, the things he says are just dangerous to be subjected to. The yeah. pictures he puts out and yeah. just the everything about him and even the music lately. The, bu- just, the bunny hop. <laughs> the bunny hop, the fries in his lap on the pool. Like, yeah. what is going on, man? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so... Figgy, what are your thoughts about this? Do you believe them? Do you think this is a money grab, a cash grab, or do you think there's some truth to these uh, Diddy allegations, the newest ones? Um, I, just to answer your first, uh, the question, is this a cash grab? I think all of this is cash grabs. But I do think there's some truth to this a lot. I think, um, look, man, we're talking about P. Diddy, man. Like, all of this... It seemed like all of this stuff circles back to P. Diddy. And this has been a conversation for over 20 years, talking about P. Diddy and high heat parties. and it, it's it, Look, man, it's damn near out there to the point. I don't even want to say a legend now. I felt like it's, it's, it's well known at this point. Um, the only thing I was really shocked about, and this might not shock everybody else, but I was shocked seeing Meek Mill in this. Because, look, I know it's a lot of rappers that's probably, you know, on the DL and all that stuff. But I ain't expect to see Meek Mill, and, you know, involved in this. And then, and then I felt so stupid because all the pictures, all the weird stuff he was doing is starting to make sense now. It's like, okay, like, like it, it seemed like it's starting to add up now with him hanging with these white billionaires and... He losing a tennis match, so now he got to do the bunny hop or something. It's, it seems like all of this stuff is looking so weird now, man. So now I'm like, damn, I'm stupid because, you know, it was right there the whole time. But um, that was the only shocking thing about this was, damn, it's me. Uh, damn, they got me milled. So dreams and nightmares ain't going to hit the same now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was the only shocking thing, but. I think now I'm uh, I, I'm looking at his tweets because he's been going back and forth with academics too, mm-hmm. which that that's that's a losing battle already, man. Because ac- academics, he gonna out tweet you, he ain't gonna stop. So I wouldn't even get into that. But um, the only thing I'm I'm kind of looking at now, where do Meek Mill go from here? Because he's been trying to, I guess he he called himself trying to use this as. You know, oh, I got the clout now, so let me let me release an album or something. It's like, man, ain't nobody going to listen to this album, man. <laughs> like, nah, like all of this stuff, like it's cool to have some type of uh like it's one thing if it's Usher and he did a Super Bowl or something like that and he released the album after that or before it or something like that. But like, nah, this the wrong type of hype you want. Yeah, let me capitalize on the gay rumors. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, like, nah, this the wrong type of thing. Unless you making a uh, coming out type of album. If not that, then, man, just, I don't know. You just got to relax, man. But, um, yeah, man, I think um, I think Diddy, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see where Diddy goes from here, man, because it seems like it's not going to stop. It seemed like it, it. It seemed like it's getting to a point where they want to take him out. So I'm, I'm curious to see is he gonna bounce bounce back. I know he ain't gonna be the same person. He ain't gonna be the same Diddy that's all over the place. I'm curious where he gonna get to after all the dust settles, or is he actually gonna go away and hide for good? I mean, knowing him and knowing how attracted he is to the spotlight, there's no way he just goes away, man. He's going to come back and, and say something. So, uh, I mean, whether people believe him or not, who knows? I think he's always been a weird guy, and that's kind of the problem because I don't think he can really defend himself against stuff like this. He'll, do, he'll just say something like, that's just hate. You know, I'm all about love. Now, I changed my name to love. I'm all about love. That's just hate. I don't talk about hate. He'll say something stupid like that. You know, I don't think he'll be able to get people on his side, but he'll definitely come back. I don't think he can resist the spotlight. Uh, now, Meek Mill, I don't know what he's going to do. I, I don't know. Like, if I'm sure maybe his hardcore fan base doesn't know about this stuff because they probably don't use the internet. <laughs> so maybe they just don't care. But, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. He, I mean, to be fair, I don't think he had much of a career Anyway, in the past few years, I think he had just kind of completely fallen off. And, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what he can do. Um, Tony Scott asks, who else besides P. Diddy do you think is going to get exposed? I don't know. I mean, everybody who goes to them Diddy parties is kind of suspect now at this point. But then again, to be honest, these rumors have been around for a long time, man. You know, rumors about Usher, rumors about Diddy. Rumors about everybody in the rap game. I'm at the point where nothing would surprise me if anybody's name was called out, man. You yeah, know? especially especially if you look at all the people that was had some type of relationship or connected with Diddy. Like, even if it was like a label uh, connection or musically or something like that. Like, I think you kind of got to look at And he was connected with a lot of people, too. So uh, anybody that was connected with Diddy at some point, man, it wouldn't even surprise me now. Yeah, and uh, I don't want to suspect just because you hang with them that you you into that. Um, but look, man, it's a it's a weird game. I think a lot of people in Hollywood, period, have at least experimented in the music industry in Hollywood. So nothing will surprise me, man. I don't really care to be honest. It, it doesn't matter to me at this point. Um, HRW says Diddy better lay low like Russell Simmons. Yeah, Russell Simmons moved to a whole nother country with no yeah. extradition clause. Yeah. Because he said, Y'all ain't gonna get me out the paint, man. I'm I'm moving. <laughs> so maybe you got a hook. Clarence, Clarence, what was it? Clarence Thompson, Clarence, who was a Clarence guy who helped him out? I forget. Mm. But uh the godfather of music. Oh, yeah. Uh yeah. Uh Clarence something. Something I forget, but he's gone now. He passed away, so he can't save him. So yeah, he might have to consult Russell Simmons or some other counsel and help Clarence him out. Clarence Savant. 
Clarence Avant, that's right. Yeah, yeah he yeah. passed away, so he can't protect protect Diddy from all this. So yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, I will say though, to be honest, the jokes are funny and it's amusing, but also I feel a type of way about if these guys are that way, them being outed like this, man. Yeah, you know? I agree. Because I I thought in the LGBT community that outing somebody and then making fun of them was a bad thing. Yeah, you know, I always saw like you're not supposed to out people. You're not supposed to shame them for this, but it seems like we just do it with these celebrities all the time. Yeah. And unless he was caught in public or something like a George Michael incident where he was caught trying to get something from a guy, like, unless something like that happened, I don't see, like, why we should celebrate, like, oh, we caught this guy's gay, this guy's gay. I feel a type of way about that, man. I kind of feel like, you know, if you want to live on a down low and everybody around you knows, but nobody publicly knows, that should be your choice, man. Because let's be real, if every rapper, let's say the rap, any rapper came out and said, I'm I'm bisexual or I'm gay, that is the end of his rap career, man. Yeah. <laughs> let's be real. Everybody wants to say, oh, it's 2024. Nobody cares. Yes, they do, man. man At least people, in rap. People still care in general, man. Like, yes. It's easy to say, oh, you know, it's 2024, but. People still care, man. You still have parents and, you know, grandparents and all that stuff that don't, you know, rock with that type of stuff. And so stuff like that and, you know, the and honestly looking on social media, seeing how people are, it's like, I don't want to deal with that. So why do I need to, you know, let me just, you know, live my personal life the way I want to and just keep to myself. Yeah, man. And it's career suicide to come out in hip hop. And let's be real, even in R&B, like, do you think if Usher, Usher minds his business, stays to himself for the most part. Do you think if it became well known or he admitted that he was bisexual or gay, that he wouldn't lose a good portion of his female fans and male fans? Yeah. Maybe he'll get some more gay fans, but that won't be enough to make up for everybody who don't fuck with him no more. Yeah, yeah. And then the thing is, like, Usher don't make that type of music. Like, he will have to go full-blown Sam Smith. Yeah. And he don't even, Usher don't make that type of music. He make R&B. And so, you know, his core fan base is women. So you're going to lose all the women now because, you know, it's crazy to say, but women love Usher because they feel like they got a chance. Yeah, (laughs) he's speaking to them. yeah. So if you come out like that, then you losing that fan base. Yeah, you might get, gain some gay fans, but that's you know the music got to add up with it too. Mm-hmm. So like because if you, I think Sam Smith is a good example because he he had I think he had like two good songs. <laughs> I think people say he had a really good album in his first album, but um, like he went all the way left <laughs> after that. And now he's kind of like he don't make R and B music, or he he have anything R and B ish like he did before. And now it's more towards you know the LGBTQ. So you know, and I just don't see Usher doing anything like that. So that would have been a career suicide. He would he. I mean, I'm not saying he would be awful, 
But he wouldn't be as big as he is now. So, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think whatever it is, he did the right thing. Yeah, and look at Lil Nas X, man. I think that was a perfect case study in what happens when you come out the closet. You know, he was pretty big and well-known. I won't say he was like a huge, well-respected rapper, but he had a, people respected him. You know, he had features with some big name rappers and then he comes out pretty early and then he has to kind of lean all the way into the gay stuff, which a lot of, you know, hip-hop people ain't gonna fuck with. Mm-hmm. And then now it seems like everything he does is just a troll just to get attention. Yeah. You know, it's not music quality stuff. It's not like he can't go back to being to the hip hop crowd or anything like that, man. Cause that's, that's kind of done with now. He's just got to go for shock value. Yeah. And it's pretty sad because, you know, maybe he has some talent that he could have actually done and actually become a good rapper or R and B guy or whatever. Now it's just, He's in that box. Yeah. So and he could have been somebody that, you know, he could have made some more old town road songs or whatever. But now, you know, you he's forced to lean into that other way. Yeah. And it's like, do we I mean, unless he wanted to do that, then whatever. But I mean, if he wanted a career, he had to lean all the way to the other side and do stuff like that. And it's just like, damn, that's <laughs> that's crazy, man. <laughs> Tony Scott, you, have a, you asked a good question. You say, let me understand. People still listen to R. Kelly, but if Usher is by, he's done for. Now, that does sound crazy, but that's absolutely true. Yeah. Let's be honest. In the black community, that's 100% true. Okay? I hate to say it, but it's true. Okay? Being accused of what R. Kelly is accused of is considered not as bad as being gay. In yeah. general, man. I agree. I hate, I hate to say it, but it's true. Okay? Yeah. People people will defend R. Kelly. People will not defend Usher if they find out he's gay or bisexual. Yeah, people Yeah, people will defend defend R. Kelly. They will make excuses for R. Kelly. They will do everything. They will bend over backwards for R. Kelly. Like, I done, I done seen it all. I done seen people say, oh... Uh, I was 16. They wanted it. They wanted it. They I were was 16. I was they knew 16. what they were doing. What was yeah. the parent? I was trying to talk to older guys when I was 16, too. I heard all of it. The parents is the ones should be in trouble. I heard it all, man. But, you know, Usher, who ain't breaking no laws, who, you know, doing this thing, but, you know, sexually he might be into something else. People will stop supporting that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's sad to say, but people it's don't. True. People ain't gonna sit there and say, "Oh, I don't care what he like." His music, nah. People, mm-hmm. people ain't gonna care. People did it with Frank Ocean. Yep. People did. Look it with what Frank Ocean. what happened to Isaiah Rashad, man. Yeah. That dude fell off the face of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like sad to say, um, man. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, there were there were singers that we knew were gay, but just the fact that it was never public, like people bring up Luther Vandross. And yeah, people knew he was likely gay, but it's just the plausible deniability helped him yeah. get away. Plus, he was so talented, you couldn't deny that. Period. Yeah, I, th- no, I but, think I do think it would have made it. I think it would have changed a lot of stuff if he actually came out and said he was. I think yeah. I think that would have changed a lot of people. But right now, even though you know, is 
you know, is damn near fat at this point. Yeah. And I hate to say that because he can't defend himself <laughs> because he's gone. But, um, yeah, I think now, like, people still have that 1% of saying, oh, I don't know he wasn't or whatever excuse they want to make to say, nah, he's cool. They can, you know, they can use that because it's not there. But, but I think if he would have came out in the height of his career, I think it. I, I think a lot of people would have dipped off of him. I, I don't think a lot of people would have said, "I don't care, he can sing." Yeah, and that's the thing is a, is the as long as it's basically, uh, they they keep it to themselves, you know, yeah. and it's not publicly known. Because Tony Scott also says. Queen Latifah has had a long, successful career. Yes, but she also didn't come out publicly. I think she might have now, finally, decades later. But in the beginning, it was kind of a don't ask, don't tell type of thing. Yeah. Plus the fact that, you know, let's be honest, lesbians are not looked at the same as gay men. Yeah. Okay, because we have young M.A. who we know is lesbian. But she has success because that's not seen as the same thing. Yeah. Okay. And I can't. It, I don't know. I don't know why it's treated like that, but it just is. And the other thing is too, and people kind of laughed at this, but when the brat recently came out and said yeah. she was, she was gay, and people was laughing at it, I'm just like, man, she probably felt like she had to keep that away for for so mm-hmm. long because of a, a career. And now, now we all knew that. You know, I don't think she had a husband. <laughs> I ain't think she was walking around with a husband, but I think she. Felt the need to keep that away for a reason. I don't think, I, I think it wasn't until 2023 where she felt comfortable to finally come out and say something. Yeah. HRW also says uh, Nas X was doing commercials with Elton John and all over TV. Yeah, where is he now? You know, yeah, he had a big push from his label, but music wise, Everybody was in the Old Town Row. Remember that, how big that was? Everybody was into that. Everybody liked that song. Um, but then when he came out and was more catering to that crowd, when's the last time you heard somebody say, I heard that new Lil Nas X? You know, when's the last time you heard anybody even mention him besides the fuckery, music-wise? Has anybody ever said in the last three years, damn, that Lil Nas X, that, that shit was kind of, mm, it was nice. Yeah. Nobody listen to his music anymore, man. Yeah. Especially at least in not in the hip hop crowds. Yeah, I think and see, and that and that's kind of our point. I, I felt like him coming out, which is not a crime and nothing like that. Salute to him. Because, you know, a lot of people don't. But I think, I think, um, and maybe this could have been him. Maybe he wanted to go all the way the other way as far as his music. But uh, when you go all the way the other way. Like that kind of forces people out. People people dip out, man. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but maybe he felt like to keep keep a longer career, he got to cater towards a different crowd now. And you know, a lot of people that like Old Town Road at the time might be like, "Nah, he ain't for me now," and they and they leave. So, I mean, it's very unfortunate, man. I think I think it shouldn't matter who you who you decide to sleep with to to make a certain type of music but you know sometimes like when people find out your personal stuff like that they they dip out and so yeah. now you gotta cater to the people that is supporting you 
And the thing, here's how you know, and oh, by the way, HOW said agree with you. He fell off after coming out. Yeah, he did. I, 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 I read your message wrong, I guess. I didn't realize you were agreeing with us. But yeah, he did fall off after he came out. So, and that, that's the point we're making. And here's the thing too, man. I realized, you know, it's still a problem because whenever you suggest somebody might be gay to somebody who likes this rapper, be like, man, he ain't gay. What are you talking about? What are you talking about, man? They get defensive about it. Yeah. Me personally, I don't care, man. Like, yeah. for example, if you say, man, Prince was probably bisexual at least if you listen to his music and listen to and see what he was wearing. People get upset with that, man. They were like, yep. nah, man, he had all these bad bitches. Yeah. He was dating Apollonia. He was dating, nah, he wasn't gay. It's like, man, it don't matter if he was or not. Like, I really wouldn't care. It wouldn't change his music for me. But some people get mad when you used to say, hey, point at the obvious and say, hey, this dude was probably... And like he probably experimented at some point. Yeah, even they so, get mad. Same thing with Rick James, man. If you say yeah. that, like, oh no, he was dating this Bertina Marie, and they start naming all these people. Just like, man, the eighties was wild. Like everybody probably messing around with everybody during that yeah. time, man. Like it wouldn't even surprise me. But I don't know. It just it, it shouldn't matter, man. It it really shouldn't. I really don't care what they do behind closed doors, man. It doesn't matter to me personally, but a lot of people, it does matter. So that's the unfortunate thing about the culture and, and where it's at now, man. It's like that's, and that's why I think it's kind of wrong to out people like this, man. Yeah. You know, I think it's wrong to, you know, it, it's funny for Twitter, but these are people's livelihoods, man. You yeah. know, Usher got to go out and make money. Meek mm -hmm. Mill got to go out and make money. You know, if he if it's known that they've been with men, they're gonna lose money. Okay, yeah. so for financial reasons, they likely don't want the. If this is true, they don't want that information out there, and I don't think it should be something that people are just, you know, fine with putting out there and exposing and laughing at. It's it's kind of messed up, man. Like like I said, the jokes are funny, yeah. but it gets to a point where it's like, you know, I thought these things were supposed to be bad in 2024 to out people like this. And it's still happening. So, yeah. yeah I, and, I mean, and, and then at the end of the day, it's kind of silly because it's like, you know, that's their personal, that's their personal space right there. That's like me, like, that's like me out in you because you <laughs> like to do a certain sexual thing with a woman. Like, <laughs> like how, you know, how silly would that sound? Like oh yeah, Ryan he liked to um he liked to suck he toes girl, <laughs> or something like that. This is like who who give a damn? <laughs> like what do that have to do with me? So I you know and plus like I know you mentioned the money and all that stuff, but at the end of it all, man, like they might not be, they might feel ashamed. It might be something inside too. Yeah, and you know at that point it's it's a reason why they kind of stay to themselves. So it could have been, and you know, I ain't trying to go down that road, but <laughs> it could have been something, you know, years, I mean, as a kid and all that stuff. So I don't, I just don't want to get into it. Like, I just want them to make good music. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's all I ask for. I don't care who you talk to. You could talk to Nicki Minaj. You could talk to whoever. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, just give me the good music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree, man. It don't matter to me. 
Tony Scott says, I love rap, but it's so corrupted by the industry. Whoever they put money behind, people are going to support. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's been corrupted, but it's been like that for a long time, man. Uh, Tony Scott also said, you remember Diddy walk around all walk all around New York for cheesecake? Yeah, you sent them kids from uh, making a band out to get yeah. some cheesecake at midnight, and they made fun of that. You know, I forgot that actually happened until I when I saw Chappelle's show. I thought it was like a joke. Really? Like, oh, was, yeah, I thought I didn't because I didn't watch Making a Band like yeah, that. Yeah, I actually watched well, that whole se- uh, season. <laughs> so I knew exactly what that No, that was I dead thought it serious. was a joke until I saw that clip on YouTube and I was like, what, this really happened? Yeah. But I'm not surprised as well. That sounded like something Diddy would do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shutting down the studio. <laughs> yeah. He, he did do that. He, he did that, I want to say, once because. Because that play, man, they were all fighting and they wasn't getting along. He did, he he did make them walk to go get some cheesecake. It wasn't all. It wasn't obviously. It wasn't like how Dave Chappelle made it, but he did make them walk to go get some cheesecake. That was actually yeah. hilarious because that was a long ass walk. I, I want to say they were like in Midtown or some shit in New York, and he made them walk to Brooklyn. <laughs> so I was just like, damn, but. Yeah, that was Diddy. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not surprised. That that clip was just too funny, though, man. It's like, uh, you gonna you's gonna do your taxes, player? You gonna do your taxes? And the dude act there, damn that. You gonna you just gonna use up your anytime minutes, girl? <laughs> gonna do your taxes? I did appreciate so. them actually being in the. Um, yeah, in the yeah. That's one thing I did appreciate. <laughs> Yeah, that was real funny, man. It was uh now I miss that show. Miss yeah, that show. Yeah. It was too funny. Um, HOW says people look at Dwight Howard different now, even though he isn't officially out or even gay. Well, I mean, he didn't deny anything. So it, I think it's an official life you could get from him. Yeah. But I think yeah, he, they they do look at him different. He does get joked on a lot for being gay at this point. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say he got outed, outed, but um, that lawsuit put everything out there. Yeah. And so, I mean, I mean, unlike Meek Mill, maybe he could have took some tips from uh, Paul's from Dwight Howard. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Dwight Howard at that point, he was just like, hey, what goes on in my bedroom is my business. That's all he said, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, so, where uh, I lay my wood at, which is weird that he worded it like that. Like that. Where I, where, where, where I lay my wood at ain't nobody's business. Like, that that you put it like that, it confirms it's 100% true. You might as well just come all the way out that closet, Dwight. Yeah. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with it, but yeah, yeah, the way he worded it, just the yeah. lay my wood part just really bothered me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, I, but think, yeah. I think at that point when that lawsuit came out and it was everything, all the details was there, like it, it was no point in trying to deny anything. And the lawsuit was against Dwight. Yeah. So, and that's the thing with Meek Mill and Usher, they had nothing to do with these allegations. Yeah. It was just something Diddy said to this guy. He really didn't have to put this in the lawsuit. Yeah. So it really that that's also what kind of made me look at it kind of funny. Yeah. You know, like did that have to be mentioned? Yeah. You I, say you have videotape and all this evidence. You don't have to bring in names of people and yeah. say, hey, they're gay too. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I ain't get that. Or he could have been super vague and said, you know, a rap, uh, a 
rappers and R&B A rapper artists. and R&B singer. Yeah, you didn't need to bring it specifically a name Philly, them. A rapper from Philly that day to Nicki Minaj. It's like, all right, man, I see what you're trying to do. <laughs> like, you, you um, must not want to get sued. <laughs> Tony Scott says, do you have any doubts about Dennis Rodman? He was he was definitely bisexual, at least. I mean, he wore a wedding dress and married himself. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure he he experimented, man. I wouldn't be surprised at all. To me, that's somebody that's that was in that Hollywood, I guess, um, clique or whatever, where everybody just probably sleeping with everybody, man. Yeah. Because he got kids. But it's probably that thing where, you know, everybody doing drugs, everybody just sleeping with everybody and all that. So he he was, he seemed like that wild type of person anyway. So that didn't even surprise me. Yeah, no. And it's also being a sex addict, man. I think a lot of people don't really understand what that means because they say, I'm just sex. If you only have sex with, like, fine women... Or, or women you think attractive, then you're not a sex addict, man, yeah. okay? You're yeah. a sex addict if you put your thing in anything, yeah. okay? If you go to a glory hole, you're a sex addict, okay? Where you put your thing in a hole in somebody's <laughs> something, put your hole you don't know something. who behind there, probably a man, <laughs> but... <laughs> no, it's definitely a man, but that sex addiction, man, when you're just going to have sex with anything, yeah. you know... So I think a lot of people in the industry are probably sex addicts and just get down wherever, however they can. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's just it's a dirty game, man. It's a dirty yeah. game, but yeah, we'll see what happens, man. I don't know where it goes from here. Um, was it difficult for you to break your addiction? I'm not a sex addict, man. Come on, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a monk, <laughs> a prude now. I'm a born again virgin. I'm a Christian now, okay? <laughs> I have been saved by uh, C.J. Stroud, all right? I- I'm a new man. So... <laughs> Did he take you to the hotel? Did he drop you off at your hotel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I hope that's not true. I hope I hope C.J. is not... Well, I guess we'll talk about yeah, that now, since it's already on the uh, agenda. <laughs> Uh, so, do you believe the uh, story? Apparently, C.J. Stroud was seen uh, hand in uh, around Amber Rose, taking her home, taking her somewhere, getting into a car, a vehicle, and going someplace. And the rumors start flying, of course. And she shuts them down. She says that he was just giving her a ride because her ride didn't come through, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, me, I'm officially worried. <laughs> I'm worried. I feel like this is the classic case of, you know, you get a, a good old boy, Christian, who doesn't know the evils of the world yet, and you give him superstardom and access to all the women he's only dreamed of, you know, <laughs> and then you have like a Jalen Green. Yeah. <laughs> you get trapped and. Yeah, tough times are ahead. Uh, Figgy, what do you think? Do you am I overreacting? Do you think he's okay? Um, I, look, I'm not worried at all, man. I think um, because so the story was so they walked. This was after the Travis Scott charity game, and uh, all we had was video of them walking to a car together and, and driving off. 
And I think it was Amber Rose that posted in their story saying, um, y'all make everything, y'all, she said something, but pretty much saying that her ride or the chauffeur or whatever it was left. And he, he was nice enough to give me a ride back to my hotel. So that was pretty much it. But uh, I don't know, man. Look, this a this a young man's game, and and for some reason, I feel like the new fad right now is dating the older chick, or uh, dating the old school video vixen, or an older Instagram model, or something like that. I think, man. I look. I would be surprised if he was into that, man. Like nothing surprises me anymore. Um. Like, I think, I mean, I don't, I don't even want to say he went up there and hit it and quit it and all that stuff. But it would surprise me if he was into that type of deal. I mean, it's, summer, it's about to be summertime. I feel like these young cats are into that type of stuff. I just, I mean, I feel like we all got this, this thought of him, you know, dating the pastor's daughter or something or an innocent church girl who's a virgin and all that shit man i just think these <laughs> these new nfl players especially somebody like him who could probably he could probably get anybody he want at this point um i wouldn't be surprised if he was into that type of stuff man but it seemed like i don't know it's to me it's he seemed and i hate comparing him and deshaun watson i don't want to keep doing that but he seemed a little more genuine where I, you know, he he he's doing the 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 religious thing, but also he's not he's not on other podcasts acting like he just holier than thou. He's talking, he's cussing, he's doing all that stuff. But you know, when he in game mode, he just like you know, thank God this, thank God that. Um, so I I trust CJ a little more. So I, you know, I'm not really worried about it. I feel like he, I, f- I feel like he ain't gonna do a Jalen Green and you know just get some Instagram model or inf- whoever pregnant. I feel like he gonna, I feel like he gonna be super careful. And I feel like he gonna, I feel like he loved the game so much where he gonna fo- he gonna focus when it's time to focus. But right now it's it's the off time, so I think he gonna go out there and be a sniper. Look, man, I am worried because I remember, I remember when that video of Deshaun Watson and Mia Khalifa came uh, yeah. out, <laughs> when they was all horse playing around at her house or whoever's house, and everybody just kind of blew it off like, oh, he's just having fun. Mia Khalifa's a porn star, by the way, people don't know. I'm sure y'all all know, the men in the audience, that Mia Khalifa's a porn star or was a porn star. But looking back, that should have been something that set off some red flags, okay? Everybody played it off like it was no big deal. Oh, you just having fun. You just being a, you just being young. But no. Uh, Amber Rose has her forehead tatted, okay? Something's not right with her, all right? She got issues. I don't want her around our good old boy, CJ Stroud, okay? I don't, I don't want that energy around him, all right? I'm not, like you said, I know he going to end up with a hoe in some form or fashion, all right? But it don't need to be Amber Rose. That's a whole nother bag of worms. That's like the super hoe. Get you a regular IG hoe, okay? I have no issue with that, all right? That's what he's going to end up with most likely anyway. But I don't want to see a turbo thought 
like <laughs> like Amber Rose uh, corrupt our young CJ Stroud. All right, I don't want to see it. So if you was to um, pair CJ up with somebody, it would be. Would you rather him be with somebody like an Amber Rose, or would you rather it be somebody like somebody in the Jenner group? So like a oh god, so like a uh, Kendall uh, Kendall Jenner. That's, that's... <sighs> man. I can't even. I can't. I can't think of what's worse. <laughs> that's rough, man. That's actually a really good question because I can't choose. They're both awful. Yeah, in different the, ways, the, but the only see, this is the reason I would pick like a Kylie or um, a, a Kendall Jenner, is because they are like say what you want about them, they about their business, they're about their business. They they don't want to get exposed. So if they get if one of them get with CJ, he probably gonna sign that consent or whatever that form is the the uh, the non disclosure. <laughs> contract or whatever it is so whatever he do whatever he's into it's not gonna leak out it's like you ain't gotta worry about kylie or kendall posting on instagram saying oh this dude was doing this and you know all it all this weird stuff going on i feel like amber rose is the type that will post something like that and i want i want to say she did before i think that's she true posted something about kanye before so um, you said he likes uh, fingers in his butt. Yeah, she said. I think <laughs> fingers so. in a booty ass bitch or something like that. Yeah. yeah so uh, I felt like with the Jenners or the uh, Kardashians, that's not getting out there. And plus, I think it's an opportunity for him to grow his business. I, I think it's more. I feel like it's more of a benefit being with them than it is a benefit being with Amber Rose. If that makes but, sense. But it's still bad. Be, it's still all to, bad. To be fair, though, they also have their own reality show. And you know, CJ was dating one of them. He'd be on that show, or at least talked about. And so that's still bad. It's not as bad as Ambrose tweeting all crazy types of shit, but it's still pretty bad, man. And I also think the social circle around the Kardashians and Jenners is just evil, man. It's just a lot of sin that we don't need our uh, Christian quarterback to be exposed to, okay? <laughs> so I just don't know, man. It's, I was already worried when he was big enough L.A. women like that. Yeah. I was already like, I'm like, okay, this is where it's going to go. <laughs> but I just don't want to see it, man. Yeah. I just don't. I'm worried about I, it. I'd rather him date somebody like Lori Harvey. Yeah. Just date Lori Harvey, man. Sign the contract. Get the Lori Harvey plan. Yes. Get Five a two, years, yeah, $20 million. Get a three-year deal, man. I'm, I'm cool yeah. with a three-year deal. And she ain't gonna say a damn thing. I still never heard her talk before. I never heard never. her say a damn never. thing. Never. So yeah, just get with him, post those pictures over in in Europe and all that shit. <laughs> and be cool, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tony Scott said, Did you say turbo thought? Yeah, I said turbo thought. That was a uh, Kanye West exposed <laughs> me to that on the uh No More Parties in LA with Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> said, I want them turbo thoughts, high speed turbo thoughts, drop to drop, 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 like Robocop. Um, he also said, Cougars are on the prowl. It's not no fad. These women out there get that bag. Doc, I put the blame on the men always. I think, 
I don't know if women are just approaching them because I think these dudes get approached by a lot of women, younger and older. They're choosing the older ones. Yeah. The ones with kids, the ones with all the baggage. And I'm wondering, like, what's going on here, man? Is it like, has MILF porn just ruined <laughs> this entire generation? Because yeah. even with, uh, like, Lisa Ann, you know, she had talked a lot about dating these 18-year-old, 19-year-old athletes. I'm like, what's going on here, man? Like, I, I love Lisa Ann, but I'm also in my late 30s, <laughs> you know? I don't think I would love her if I was 18. Yeah. So... It, it, it's, it's, I don't know what's going on. This MILF situation, everybody, oh yeah, I did hear that uh, Marcus Jordan and Larsa Pippen uh, broke up. Yeah. You know, apparently they were about to get married and now they've broken up. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. This generation is just obsessed with the older women, it seems like, man. Yeah. Nobody wants to date people their own age anymore. Maybe they see it as like, you know, all these women my age are just hoes, but at least these older ones, like, they yeah. know how to treat a man good and they're not all about themselves. Maybe they see it like that. I don't know. Yeah, it's wild because it's like they either talk to the older, former video vixen type of chicks or they talk to, like, the whitest of all white girls. Yeah. <laughs> it's like either this side or that side. It's... it's, it's it's rare that you see them talk to like a black girl their age because they're not talking to an older white chick. You know, they ain't out there trying to get uh, Lindsay Lohan or, mm -hmm. you know, whoever that was hot back in the day that's in their late 30s, 40s, and then like that. It's like they go all out and get this old school chick who, who we grew up watching. It's just like, damn, that's, <laughs> that's kind of wild, but... Like, I don't know what it is. And then not to mention, man, I, I think the, the younger generation just like spending money on chicks. They they just like that type of a deal. And, of course, the older ones, it's like, hell yeah. Like, why wouldn't I be with this guy if he's spending money on me? So. I think they just have like a mommy fetish, man. I think they <laughs> want to date somebody that acts like they mama. I feel like that has to be it, man. Yeah. I feel like they don't want to. They don't want to be like somebody, uh, a, a man of the household. They want a woman to baby them and tell them everything's gonna be okay and cook for them and clean. To be fair, a lot of these new women are, aren't gonna cook for you or do anything like that. So <laughs> that's maybe true. that's the issue too. But <laughs> I feel like it's like a mommy fetish, man. It has to be something like that because I just don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. I, yeah. I... I don't really get it either. Either like even, even like um um Jalen Brown who played for the, the Celtics, he was dating Bernice, who was an yeah. Instagram model who's like she, she's a grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> Her kid got a kid. So she's literally a grandmother. And Jalen Brown is what, 24? <laughs> 25, I think. It's I don't know, it's just wild, man. I, I mean, they look good. I would probably date them too. But it seems yeah, like this is yeah, more of a fetish, yeah. though. It 100% is. I don't know what it is, man. We got to look into this, do some studies. If it's, is it porn that have ruined people? I don't know what it is, but it seems like older women and these younger celebrities and athletes just, I don't know. And I don't believe, like, they are preying on them because, like I said, these men are approached by 
so many women whenever they go out. Yeah, they could easily you know, say no. They could. Yeah, they be, could get. They, I know they got so, so many 22, 24 year old women trying to get with them. Yeah, they they they, co- they went to college. It, man, I, I know it's times they could be like, nah, I'm cool on her. I yeah. get somebody like this or somebody like that. I just refuse to believe that they just got suckered like that. <laughs> nah, they're they're the going shit. after these old women, man. Yeah, they're going after them. So yeah, I don't know what it is, man. It's something in the water. Is it, is it the microplastics that's messing up the hormones and the testosterone? I don't know, man. <laughs> Got to do a deep dive into a conspiracy YouTube and see what's going on. Cause yeah, I don't know. Tony Scott said, "What's wrong with an honest, hardworking woman like a nurse?" To be fair, those are the biggest hoes, man. Okay, <laughs> so. <laughs> Not a nurse, not a nurse, because those, nah, man, I can't <laughs> recommend dating a nurse. Those generally be like some of the biggest hoes out there, man. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, and it goes back to that point that LeVar Ball made about, you know, he, he told his sons that they're not going to find a good woman because they're not going to be where the good women are. You're not going to yeah. be in church. You're not going to be in school. You're going to be in a club wherever after a game. And you're going to meet a hoe. Mm-hmm. So they're not in spaces where they can meet good women, generally. Yeah, and honestly, even if you're in a, a, a different type of place, those people know, might know who you are. <laughs> so you might attract the wrong type of people anyway. So it's, it's you know, like, whenever you're famous, you're going to attract all type of people. You just ain't going to get that diamond out the rough. So... Yeah, man. It's, I mean, unless you go somewhere where they have no clue who you are and you pull a, a, a Hakeem from coming to America and you just say, oh, yeah, I'm just a goat herder and I'm just in America or some shit, then, it, you know, I agree with him. It's, it's hard to find somebody. That's why you got to come in the game with your woman, with yep. your day one, like a Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Everybody clown. See, everybody clown him and Steph Curry. But look, they got women that are going to hold them down and play their part. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm mad at it. Yeah. Uh, Tony Scott said, you remember how Ezekiel Elliott's career got derailed after his rookie year? Yeah, he was doing too much, too. You yeah. know, pulling that, pulling down the bikini tops and all that shit. <laughs> but I think that's just, uh, he was just a flash in the pan in general, man. I don't know what happened to him skill-wise. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so... I don't know what's going on, but we got to figure things out. Anyway, other things that have happened these past couple of weeks. Let's go into some more topics, man. Let's mix it up a little bit. Um, have you heard the latest country singles by Beyonce? Oh, we didn't even talk about the Super Bowl yet, but uh, we'll talk about this first. Yeah. So Beyonce has a new album coming out, apparently, Renaissance Part 2. And it's going to be apparently country-themed. I guess there were hints when she was randomly wearing a cowboy hat at the uh, Grammys when she was there with Jay-Z. So apparently she is um, going to drop a country-themed album next. The last one was Dance and House and whatever the fuck. So, yeah, uh, she the, she dropped two singles, Texas Hold'em and something else. I forget what it was called. 16 Carriages or something. Yeah. Like yeah. So I didn't hear these songs yet. I think I've heard clips of them around. Um, I just didn't actually go into Spotify and click Beyonce yet. But Figgy, have you heard these songs? And what do you think about 
the uh, the country Beyonce and the reception is getting? Um, I did hear these songs. I thought these songs was all right, but I'm not a country music guy, so I would never go back to it. I, but the, the Texas Hold'em song is everywhere, though. Like, it's, it's actually getting more traction than I thought it would. And, you know, I know it's easy to say, oh, it's Beyonce, but sometimes stuff don't hit. And I felt like this song been all over, more more over the place than um, her album. <laughs> I've been hearing it more. But um, I thought the songs was okay. Um, I have no idea how, because country, look, I, I, I got to say this. The people, the, gate, the gatekeepers for country music, man, they keep that gate locked. They usually don't just let anybody else in to do a country album or whatever and just take over. They are strict. So um, so I'm interested to see how they're going to do this because if it's because pe- people get so strict when it comes to country music where it's like, oh, no, it got to have this type of beat or it got to have that where you could be able to two-step or do this, do that. And... Um, it kind of hurts me a little bit because I actually like the way they do that because uh, because I feel like it's so easy to get a hip hop. I feel like Miley Cyrus just walked into hip hop, got what she wanted, and dipped. And you know we ain't say shit. We just let her in. And when, you know if it's the other way around, if it's somebody that's a rapper that want to do country music, they won't let them in that easy. And I feel like that's why uh, that's why country music is still kind of solid, and um, so I'm 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 really interested to see if Beyonce can actually take over country music as far as like getting on the chart, having a number one album, how much how many albums she gonna sell, and um, I mean is this the one that get her the album of the year? So that's the one she really want. And um, the other thing too, I'm I'm a little disappointed. I I hope she's not making this country album to get the album of the year, because I I think that's a little pitiful <laughs> to do all of this bending over backwards and all this stuff just to get the album of the year, when when clearly they're they kind of don't want you to get that that album, and and I'm not saying the last couple of albums deserved it, but clearly it's something off where, you know, she don't have album of the year and have all these damn awards. And, um, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of curious to see what this going to do. Because if, because if she do this country album and it still don't win album of the year or something like that, or don't even win country album of the year, then I'm kind of curious to see what is she doing this for? <laughs> like, what's the, what's the purpose? But uh, salute to her, man. I'm not, like I said, I don't really listen to country music. The song sound okay. But um, salute to her. Yeah, I'm not mad at it, man. Like, look, she's from Texas. She's from Houston. She has the right to make some country theme music, man. Um, I have nothing against it. What I don't like is I see a repeat of the Lil Nas X Old Town Road playbook being played out here, man where people have to act like they fake mad because a country station won't play Beyonce songs. I just don't care about this, man, all right? I think there are bigger injustices in the world than 
country music stations not playing Beyonce's country song. You know, you bring up a good point saying that, hey, they gatekeep their stuff like we should. Look, we play white country on black stations. Yeah, You know, that Tennessee Whiskey song got played on a lot of black stations, non-country songs, or non-country stations, man. And I heard that a lot, and I didn't even know who that dude was at first. So, look, maybe we should keep the gate a little closed a little bit more to uh, so people like a Jack Harlow or Macklemore can't just walk in and, and do whatever they want. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, man, I just don't care about it in general. The the controversy about is this a country album is I just don't care, man. I heard we already did this whole thing about the house music and shit enough. I don't care, man. Yeah. I want to hear I'll listen to the album. I'll give it a fair listen, but I just don't care about the discourse about is this country Black people made the original country, this country. The, uh, don't act like y'all care about country music. The same thing that happened with the last <laughs> album when everybody yeah. suddenly was an expert on house music and techno. Oh, my goodness. We're doing that all over again with this country shit, man. Y'all want to talk about the history of suddenly y'all into country music? Out of nowhere, y'all know the history of it. Y'all looked the shit up on Wikipedia and y'all just repeated what you said. But yeah. nah, man, don't act like you a country music aficionados and want to argue that this is a real country here. I don't want to hear it. I don't care. Just yeah. drop the album and her fan base will consume it and love it like they always do with everything she drops. But I don't care about forcing people who like country to listen to Beyonce. Yeah. You know, I just don't care. If they don't want to, if they don't want that on their station, I don't care about it. Yeah. All right? Because it's not like y'all are going to be listening to country music stations waiting for Beyonce to play. All right? <laughs> y'all know y'all not. Yeah. So I don't want to hear it, man. Some things I did, I did see some positive things. I saw some articles about some black country artists that were getting more play after Beyonce came through with that. And that's good. That's positive. Yeah, but the debate is just something I don't care about in general. Yeah, I actually play. Uh, so I didn't know this until uh, I seen um, uh, Azalea Banks. She, you know, she won on one of her rants, mm-hmm. and she mentioned uh, pretty much shitting all over Beyonce like usual. Yeah, <laughs> and she brought up K Michelle and how K Michelle did it the right way and all this other stuff. Like I didn't agree with all of that, but. When she brought K. Michelle, I'm like, oh, she got a country album. So I actually searched her. I don't think she have a country album, but she have a song. She she released a country song back in November, and it was country as hell. It was like a real country song because I think Beyonce, I think the argument with Beyonce, uh, and I don't agree with this either, but just the way Beyonce sound, because she just yeah. got that soulful voice. Where it's not this, you know, Nashville twang or uh, Texas twang in her, you know, when she sing. Um, K. Michelle had that in her song. <laughs> so it's like, if I didn't know if it, it was K. Michelle, I would have thought it was probably some white person. Like it was that, it was that country. And so it did, it did, I mean, it opened my eyes. I'm, I'm like, all right, this song is actually all right. <laughs> Like got a video for it and everything, so I think that's cool. And and I think it's crazy. Nobody, I mean, I know it's K. Michelle, so 
I, I don't know how many people checking for K Michelle, but uh, I'm like, dang, ain't nobody really talking about this. All these country experts, all these Beyonce country experts, y'all ain't, mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all ain't tell me K Michelle had a country song, <laughs> so I could support that. But um, yeah, I, I thought that was kind of interesting too. And, um, yeah, DJ Joe's too. Apparently, you say he's a country artist now. Yeah, yeah, yep. He, I forgot the name he go by, but he he was doing country music. I want to say for the last two years. So uh, that was a little shocking, but um, yeah, man, I think it's it's interesting to see people so worried about her being played on these country songs and all this other stuff. I'm just like, man, I don't care about that. <laughs> Like if she want to do country, she, I think she definitely have the right to. I think honestly, as long as it sound good and it meets meets the standards of you know what country music is, I think it's totally fine. I don't give a shit who, who play it and who don't play it. But um, I the one thing I do get frustrated with too to end this whole little rant is the people that saying, I mean because like I said, I thought it was cool. I just don't care for country music like that. And people, oh, you joke, you you just listen to the same old stuff. Like, I'm tired of that conversation too. Mm-hmm. Like, dog, I was listening to EDM music a lot, and I still listen to EDM music. But just because I don't like a certain song, no means I'm stuck in the house or listening to the same thing. I, honestly, man, rap music probably is like fourth <laughs> on my list of music I listen to, maybe five. So I listen to all type of random stuff, man. And I don't want to hear that, oh, oh, just because you don't like country music. Oh, you just need to listen to, you need to step out the house for once. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, man, like you need to relax. <laughs> yeah, that annoys me, man, because I don't care when people say they don't care for rap or listen to rap because I get it, you know. Yeah. Number one, it's a younger person genre, you know. Like my parents don't really like rap like that, and I get it. Yeah. Also, some people just don't like it. They just don't like it. And I think it's fine. I get it. But when you say like country music or rock music ain't for me, people get upset. Yeah. They're like, nah, you need to expand your horizons, bro. You need to listen to so and so and so and so and so and so. Like, nah, man, it's just not for me. You know? <laughs> and I think country is like the number one genre that people just say they don't like. Yeah. You know? I think everybody, most people, when you ask the regular person on the street, what music do you listen to? Like 80% will say everything but country. Mm. You know, that's usually like, even though country is very popular, especially yeah. in the South, of course, yeah. that's like the number one thing people will say, like the, the genre they don't listen to. Yeah. I think it's fine. You know, you gave it a chance. You just haven't heard anything you like and you just don't like the music. I mm. think it's fine. Yeah. Uh, Bravo on Twitter slash X says, what it do? What's going on, man? Good to see you here again, bro. Uh, Bravo said, I just listened to that K. Michelle. She sound good and look good, even better. Good Lord. Yeah, I got to check that out, man. I didn't know she was doing country, so. Yeah, no, look, like I said, I'm not a country guy. And um, I listened to the whole thing. She actually sound good. I feel like people need to, you know, they want to bring up Beyonce country music and all that stuff. I think they need to bring up K. Michelle too, man. If you if you want to talk about black folks and who started country music and all this stuff, support the country, uh, the black people that's doing country music, man. 
especially the ones that's dipping into it now. Like, like came I know K Michelle from Memphis, so she was kind of born into that too. But um, yeah, like I'm talking about the people that's doing R and B. They're saying, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something different. I'm gonna do some country music and do it the right way. And um, she sound good, man. It, it it sound legit. Yeah, I gotta check that out, man. But I think it's gonna be like the the last album where everybody acts interested and talks about all these other artists doing the genre. Then in a the week they'll forget about it. Yeah, they don't want the topic no more. So yeah. 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 <laughs> These these black, if I was a black country artist, I would do most of my work right now. I'd be like, we got to get in the studio yeah. and just go hard because when <laughs> after Beyonce dropped, nobody gonna care anymore. I know. So we got to hit like yeah. a right around when she's about to I, drop. I'd be in the studio going nuts right now if I was Darius Rucker. <laughs> Darius Rucker, I'd be dropping some yeah, shit Darius right now. Come out, man. Chris, they all y'all come out, man. You <laughs> got help. You the feature. Yeah, shit. Chris Ableton White. <laughs> I know. I, was, I can't think of any other black. <laughs> At least he's popular with black people. So yeah, I'm trying yeah. to. I'm trying to see some black country art. You got Darius Rucker. Um, Darius Rucker is like the number one guy. Yeah. He's like the Tiger Woods <laughs> of country. He, he you is. can't name any other black golfer but Tiger Woods. <laughs> you can't name any other black country I singer know. than other than Darius Rucker. Yeah, I'm looking. Man, I'm looking at this list. Um. This 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 ain't accurate, but uh, they got Darius Rucker, they got Tina Turner, where I kind of put her more in rock music yeah. or whatever. She probably did some country music too. Um, Lil Nas X, that's a hell no. <laughs> no, that's one song. Okay, maybe yeah, two. Yeah, um, Lionel Richie, did he do country before? Maybe like a few songs. I don't. Okay, this list is bullshit. Okay, these yeah. aren't country artists. They're people who've done country songs. That's what, just yeah. like what Tony Scott said. Tony Scott said, "What about that Nelly song?" That was like a <laughs> yeah. No, that's not. <laughs> that don't count. <laughs> the Nelly and Garth Brooks song that. does not count. Yeah. Is a, a country artist. Yeah, the other. Black, it was a country song now. Yeah, the other black artist that I uh, remember and I, I seen. I think it was. The Super Bowl in L.A. I want to say, um, uh, Mickey Guyton, because she sung one of the national anthems or something. And, oh, okay. Yeah, I I never heard of her, and she actually like a legit black country artist, where she um she talk about a lot of like black issues in her songs and stuff like that. So I'm like, damn, oh, you for real, for real. So I I respect that, but Mickey Guyton is one, but um. Yeah, man. It's <laughs> yeah. Oh, Kane Brown. That's a newer one. I was okay. I wasn't sure if he was black or not though. He like super light skin. Um, but yeah. I think it's Drake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Drake of country. Yeah, Kane Brown. Um, you got uh, Jimmy Allen. Um, I never heard of him. Britney Spencer and Willie Jones. So these are like the five black <laughs> country artists, the newer ones. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah, I'd never heard of them, but yeah, salute to them, y'all. And while y'all listening to Beyonce and 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 trying to tell us about listening and all this other shit, why don't y'all listen to those artists too? <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. But <laughs> like I said, like it will be music. a it will be a topic for a week, and people will forget it. So yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I want to see if Beyonce actually drops some videos. 
for this one because she did not support the last album really at all. Which is really shocking because a it lot was of, a lot of people was kept waiting on the video and keep tweeting them or you know bringing up you know they waiting on the video to drop and it never dropped. So I don't know what happened mm. with that. She went on tour, but she didn't do the usual. And I know she's like the oh I don't I don't do things regular on Beyonce, but it's like there was no real support for the album. Yeah. Besides the tour that happened months after, yeah. but there was no visuals, you know, no, it, it was a strange rollout for the album period, man. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if she'll mix it up with this. I know she's been more active on commercials and all. She was on yeah, the Super Bowl commercial where the album was announced pretty much. I don't like the new look, Beyonce. She looks like Kendall Jenner or Kylie Jenner. Uh -huh. I don't like this new look. I don't like the wig. <laughs> Like, nah, take that back. She looks like a five-year-older Kylie Jenner. Mm. Nah, I don't, I don't like this new look, Beyonce. It's, it's weird to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Super Bowl, we didn't talk about the game. Now it's been so long, I don't think anybody cares about it. Of course, the Chiefs won. Pretty good game. I mean, you could have missed, skipped until the fourth quarter. You could have simmed into the fourth quarter, really. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking boring for the most part. Yeah. But uh, exciting ending, exciting ending. The Chiefs win the game, of course. Um, and there was a performance at halftime. The Usher halftime performance. Um, I thought it was really well done, personally, man. I liked it. Um he did his thing. There was a lot of singing, a lot of he, he covered pretty much most of the hits we thought he would cover. Alicia Keys came out, which this is kind of a strange feature for me, I guess. I don't know. It felt like this is how you know it's a rock nation <laughs> event. When somebody like Alicia Keys comes out and has a whole section to herself. Yeah. You no. Know? Now I know Alicia Keys is popular, but I don't think she's Super Bowl halftime show popular, yeah. or but I wasn't mad at it, man. It's, they did a good, good enough job, yeah. and so what did you think about the Usher halftime show, man? I thought it was good. I did think at the beginning it kind of started off a little shaky, where I was just like, uh, like I don't know how because him walking on the field, I felt like that was a little bit strange. Where I was just like, uh, what's going on here? Is he eventually gonna go on stage? Or is he going to do the whole performance on the grass? But um, I thought it was pretty good, man. I thought, it was, to me, that was a solid, solid um, Super Bowl halftime performance. Now, I wouldn't put that in a top 10 or anything, but I thought that was a solid. That's that's what you expect from a Super Bowl halftime show. I I thought it was fine. Um, uh, it was good to see them perform. Um, the uh, the yeah song, everybody there, all mm -hmm. that stuff. I thought that, I thought it was cool. Um, yeah, I thought it was kind of random uh, having uh, the artist her out there. Yeah, I thought it was completely random because um, Rock Nation, man. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. But um, I thought even with her, I thought she was cool. I thought I thought that was cool. I I have a problem with it. I just thought it was kind of random. I thought he would have more people on stage that he had songs with. And um oh oh this was the other thing. Uh he has some I think it was 
I forgot who. Oh, it was um, Will I Am. Will I Am was on stage. Mm. Dog, I thought that was Kanye West for a hot second, man. I know who it was, man. I, the costume was weird. Yeah, when I first seen it, I'm like, oh, shit, is that Kanye? Because we talked about it on the podcast, I want to say. I think mm-hmm. we talked about it, or I think I might have talked about it on In The Loop. But I was pretty much like, hell no, he is not doing no halftime. He he would not make an appearance on uh, during this Super Bowl. That ain't Kanye. If Kanye going to do a Super Bowl, it's going to be his show. And that ain't happening. So, but so when I saw Will I Am just standing there, I'm like, oh shit, is that Kanye? Like, I think I think people need to stop wearing these doggone masks too, man. Yeah, it's getting played it's out, getting, man. It's getting a little irritating. But um, yeah, I thought that was Kanye, and I thought Jermaine Dupree was um was um what's his name? Um dude from Goody Mob. Um CeeLo? CeeLo? I thought it was CeeLo, man. <laughs> I think I might have thought that too at first. Yeah. I was like, what's CeeLo doing out there? Yeah, I thought it was CeeLo for a minute. I was about to say, okay, a little underground dungeon action. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> but overall, yeah, I thought it was cool, man. It was a cool performance. Yeah, I thought it was fine, man. I think it's a lot better when somebody can sing and dance and do all that. That's why I thought the Rihanna for performance was so lame. She didn't do anything. I know she was pregnant, but even if she wasn't, she wasn't going to dance and shit. Yeah. So that's why I thought that was so disappointing, but this is much better. You yeah. know, I'm glad he got his moment. It was a cool show. I liked it. He didn't have to take his shirt off. That was a little too much. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> everything else was cool to me. So yeah, I had no issue with it, man. It was fine. Um, the All-Star game, uh, the NBA All-Star game, everybody's been complaining about that. Uh, did you watch any of the All-Star Weekend festivities, like the dunk contest, the, anything like that? The three-point contest with the uh, what's-her-name, Shlom, whatever the fuck, uh, versus Steph Curry. I forget yeah. her name now. And, uh, it's, it, uh, NSQ or something like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't I, honestly. Sabrina or something. Sabrina, it was Sabrina, I think. Yeah. yeah, Sabrina, Sabrina uh, Enescu or something like that. But um, I didn't watch any of it. And usually, when I'm on social media and people talking about it, I usually be like, "Oh, let me let me check it out now." They 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 made me not want to check it out. Everybody was just talking about how awful it was, how like how terrible this is, how. It wasn't entertaining at all. I, I felt like the only entertaining part was the three-point contest. And uh, I felt like Kenny Smith kind of put that to shit a little bit because of the, you know, the comments about uh, how Sabrina should have shot from the... should have shot from the WNBA three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he just kind of... He kind of talked all over that where I'm just like, damn. Like, even that part, like, that could have been a good moment, but it was overshadowed by Kenny Smith. So, um, yeah, man, I just wasn't interested in it at all, man. It just, I don't know, it just served no interest. Dunk, I heard the dunk contest was god-awful, man. Yeah, I, I saw some of them, and it was like, the dude who, uh, was it, was that Jalen Brown? Yeah. Uh, who dunked over Kaisa not sitting down in the chair and then tried to fake like it was a no-look at the very end? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, I think, yeah. And um, and it's crazy because Jalen Brown was probably the biggest name that been in it in, yeah. in a couple years now, and 
and how bad he was and how how people shitting on him so bad. I felt I feel like that's why a lot of people ain't doing it no more either, man. I think that's why a lot of superstars ain't even wasting their time doing that. Oh, definitely, man. Like they're scared, and really, there's no point in doing it. What other there's no can point you do, in- man? <laughs> do you feel like they reached the dunk limit? Because I mean, how creative can you get at this point? I think there's some creative dunks people can still do, but it's just the fact that it would take more time to practice, and that's taken away from developing shit that could help you in the NBA game. You know, like they're not people are not going to take hours at a time practicing dunks, man. They need to work on their three post presence and their three point shooting and all that shit and in game things. So. The dunks that would impress us are ones that would have to be practiced a whole lot. Yeah. And that's kind of the issue, man. So they just need to do things that they know they can do. And or else if they don't, you'll have those cases where they just keep trying over and over and over again and they can't get it. So I don't, I don't think there's any saving a dunk contest in general, man. There's really no reason for the big names to do it anymore. John Moran's talking about he need a million dollars to do it. Shit like that is just why you know it's never gonna take off yeah. again. Yeah. I've heard the the ideas of how to save it, and they all sound stupid. Fucking Stephen A. Smith says everybody should sponsor some regular guy off the street who and have like mini dunk contests and then have the finals at the I don't want to fucking this Pokemon ass dunk contest <laughs> where LeBron sends some little nigga out to go to <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see that, man. man. I, I don't care about the the sponsored dunkers, and they're just some regular guys off the street. Yeah. So I don't think there's really any saving it. Or the all-star game where clearly nobody gave a fuck about playing defense. It was like, didn't some of the 200-something or some shit yeah. like that, some ridiculous score yeah. at the end? So, yeah, nobody, they don't care about this shit, man. And... Yeah, I don't think there's any saving or fixing it. Yeah. Now I see they're talking about trying. They're, I, I guess they're, the NBA is starting to realize that the game looks kind of shitty to people now because even the even the, the the people in the game who play it are like, yeah, nobody plays defense anymore. It's all LeBron starting to get on it too, you know, shit like that. Yeah. And now they're having talks about. Um, whether the rules just favor offense too much. Mm. So I feel like it's going to be one of those Adam Silver things where he acts like he's going to put his foot down and then people complain it's going to go right back to what it was before. Yeah, You know, oh, we're cracking down on traveling. No more traveling, right? And then people complain and now it's back to travel every possession. Yeah. So I don't know, man. With the NBA, I, I don't think I've ever been as disinterested in the NBA as I am right now. Yeah, it's been getting worse for me the past couple years because usually I check in on it after the NFL season. Now I I, I just had no no desire to watch it, man. I'm just like, man, I don't care. Like I don't get like I seen the um a Cavs game. I guess one at a buzzer beater. Like it was down there, it was over half court. The dude shot the ball and mm-hmm. won the game. Yeah, I was crazy. I saw and the was, highlight. Yeah, I was just like, damn, that's cool. But still, I'm just like, yeah, I don't care to watch it. 
Like and the Cavs, <laughs> they, and the Cavs are in second place, man. They're the second best team in the East. And I'm just, I just got no desire to watch them. And the Rock, I don't even want to talk about the Rockets, man. They, they looking yeah. like the Rockets of last year, man. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, man, I, like, <laughs> I just have no desire to watch it. I don't really watch um, college basketball, so it's not like I'm sitting there, you know, like, yeah, the Rockets could potentially draft this person, or I just don't give a damn now, man. And it's just, I don't know, it's just not interesting. Yeah, something's missing, man. I think it's hard to really pinpoint what it is. It's just this, the effort of the superstars during a regular season is just not there, you know? The game scores are just crazy now. Every team plays the same. It doesn't feel like there's identities anymore. You know, yeah. growing up, we had, like, the grid and grind Memphis Grizzlies, and the Warriors were, like, the only team that just shot from the three all the time. Yeah. But that wasn't team, They were, like, team, the scary man. team. They, they were the scary team because the way they shot. Yeah. Now that's every single team. Exactly. Every team kind of plays the same the rivalries just don't feel real. The personalities just aren't there. And I personally feel like the reason why the NBA players just don't really seem to give a shit anymore, I mean, they they do want to compete. But in terms of, like, missing games and not really caring about all that, I think that the relationship between the NBA fans and the NBA players is the lowest it's ever been, man. Yeah, I think the I think fans hate the players and the players hate the fans <laughs> in general because you keep seeing these clips of people getting thrown out. You keep seeing these uh, posts of people getting clowned on social media, and you you see all this and you you can see the players just don't care. They don't yeah. care about putting on a show for halftime for for the All Star game. Like they don't care about the stuff anymore because they it's a paycheck to them now, man. You know, they get on Twitter after they have a bad game and see everybody dogpiling on them and calling them trash. They're like, I'm sure they're like, why should I perform for these people, man? Why should I try to play 82 games in a season for these people? So I think there's just relationship between the fans and the players is just gone to shit. And in general, they just don't want to. And I don't really care, man, about the regular season in general. So, yeah, I don't know. It's messed up how the NBA used to be, man. Like, NBA was, like, must-watch, man. Yeah. Now I'm just, like, even me turning on, I'm like, who is this dude? Or, <laughs> no, you know, the real the real thing that got me was um, the trade deadline. It was the trade deadline was a couple weeks ago, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know about it till the next. I think it was like the next day or two days later. I'm like, oh, it was a trade. Man, we used to be glued to ESPN during the day of the trade deadline. Wonder who gonna get moved and who made this move and all this. And now the moves they make, I'm just. It'd be like Joe Blow traded <laughs> to the Phoenix Suns for three first-round picks. I'm like, who the hell is this dude? <laughs> I'm like, like this dude is worth three first-round picks. It's just like, I don't even know who this cat is. And it's, I don't know, it's wild, man. It's just crazy how I want to say the next day or two days later, I'm like, oh, Tuesday was the, the trade deadline? <laughs> I'm like, damn, I feel like nobody said nothing about it. 
Yeah, because nobody really did. No, there were no big names moved, really. And usually, I mean, especially in the last few years, the trade deadline was a big deal because a lot of big names got moved, man. Yeah. And this year, just like nothing happened. The Lakers really needed something to get shaken, and they didn't do anything. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to call it. But, yeah, this season in general, it's just, like I said, I just have not been interested. And we'll see how things go. I know there's some drama going on with Ime Udoka and Jalen Green. And that's been the whole Rockets discourse, I feel, this whole season. Every time, every time I check in on Rockets Twitter, it's some Jalen Green-related shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Either he's ass and needs to go, or he's really good and just needs time to develop. I don't know. Yeah. But that's all I see is arguments about Jalen Green now, man. Yeah, I, I'm starting now. I'm starting to see that um, Jalen Green should be benched. He should come off the bench now. I'm like, damn, we done got there now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought this dude was a cornerstone <laughs> franchise player. Now he, he was the next Kobe, man. Remember, I remember the talk. Yeah, I remember them comparing the stats. <laughs> yeah. Side by side. But, I mean, we here now. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it'll take for me to get interested again, man. You know, I just don't. Yeah. It's just, I don't really care, man. I'm ready for football season again. <laughs> yeah. It felt like football season never ended, to be honest. Yeah. It seemed like when it did uh, did officially end it, then we started getting the Amber Rose and CJ Stroud stuff. Yep. There's and always then, something going on, man. Yeah, they're free agents. Future, future and uh, Russell, uh, Russell Wilson again, all that drama with the kids and all that shit. Yeah. 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 So it seems like it's always something going on now. So I'm yeah. fine. I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, same here. I did peek in on the Cougars. I saw they uh, beat, I want to say, Cincinnati the other night. And they're number one ranked. So I'm rooting for them, man. But then again, I don't care about anything until the tournament. Yeah, I just see them shake some shit out in the tournament, man. I don't care about the rankings of number one anymore. I want to see uh, some action in the tournament. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the last oh. game. I got tickets for the last game. Uh, okay, last Cougars game. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit that one up, see what they Ooh. got going on. <laughs> yeah, I never I've never been to that new stadium. I don't think it was finished by the time I graduated, so I've never been to the new stadium, man. But it looks nice. Yeah, no, it's real nice. The one thing I like about it is it, it don't feel like a big-ass arena. Yeah. Because, you know, you go to the Toyota Center, and you might have some rough seats, and you might be way up there, and you can't see nothing. But it seems like everything is, like, ground level, where, you know, it's it's not a bad seat in the house. So even if you got a seat kind of way up there, if it still feels close. So that's the one thing I do like about this. It's, it's like a very intimate type of stadium, if that makes sense. Yeah. But, but um, it's a it's a good place to watch a game. That's cool. That's cool. Who they play in the last um, game? I want to say Kansas. I want to okay. say they play Kansas. So that should be a good matchup. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, last but not least, man, I saw this was trending on social media, and we got to talk about some of these bars, man. <laughs> uh, there was a, uh, a a thread of uh, somebody on Twitter um, said, worst bar you ever heard. <laughs> and it was filled with a bunch of quotes of some really genuinely awful bar, some I forgot, but I didn't want to be remembered of it. 
<laughs> and someone I never heard of before, and I was like, oh, God, that's awful. <laughs> but we got to go through some of these quotes, man, and listen to some of these, some of the worst bars ever, apparently. <laughs> now, this is, uh, this that's is... Mac Main, isn't it? Now, I want to say gutter. Is this gutter gutter? Uh, I think that might be Mac Main. I, I think that's about the, uh, well, go ahead and play it. Go ahead and play it. I don't know who right. this is. Yeah, that was gutta gutta with the grocery bag. We talked about that on the podcast before. One of yeah. the worst lines ever. Yeah, I got her nigga grocery bag. I never, I still don't understand what he meant by that, man. Because <laughs> you get a grocery bag, <laughs> dog. I I know I said it again on this podcast. This era of rap was the worst. That punchline ass era. Because there's another clip of Ludacris. He said, I fill her up. Balloons! <laughs> and the way he said balloons, dog, you, you, you sound like a four-year-old who just had a birthday. Balloons! Oh, this one is funny. Play the R&B one. Play this the one. R&B one. Which one? This yeah, one? Play that, yeah, play that one. Play that one. Now, in case y'all couldn't hear it because they, they had to put captions because he's doing that R&B voice. He said, but do you still want to fuck? I said, like the trash bag, I'd be glad to. Oh, that was so bad, man. Punchlines have infested everything, even R&B songs. Like Man. a trash bag, I'd be glad to. I seen one. It was an R. Kelly one. I forgot what he said. But I said, Oh, yeah. Oh, the, 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 the sexosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, that was from the funny thing is like that, this, the beat on that song, the production is really good. Yeah. But, he was on some nonsense with the lyrics, man. Talking about rainforest chimpanzee songs. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one. I was just like, what is going on, man? This, this is, wait, wait, go scroll up, scroll up, scroll up. That one is funny. This this one, this one, this battle rap. And by the way, battle rap is going to be on a lot of these quotes because yeah. they are some of the worst. Yes. It's a round. Yeah. It's a rap for your round. Mm-hmm. And a rap for your round. I'll let a round rap around every rap around till it's rap around. This rap around. Cat, I'll rap around a round rap. I'll let a round rap around round. How you gonna get around that? It's a round. <laughs> oh. oh, that was bad. What did that even mean? What about dude in the uh, back? <laughs> that, that dude was feeling it. Yeah. He was Look like, that shit's top five. That, had to, that'd be like his brother or something, his cousin. It gotta be. Round, round, how you gonna get around that? It's a round. Uh, what did that even mean? A wrap around, a wrap around, a wrap around that. 
You rap around yeah, that. It's a rap around that. And a rap around that. I'll let a round rap around every rap around to the rap around. This rap around. I'll rap around a round rap. I'll let a round rap around round. How you gonna get around that? It's a round. It's a rap around. And a rap for your round. I can't take it no more. Take a turn off. I can't hear that. Look at this dude right here in the glasses. Yeah. That dude look like zero. Come on, man. Man. What's going on here? These battle raps, dog. New York fell off so hard, man. What's going on with these battle raps? Yeah. Yeah. This Big is, Sean was all over this damn. Big Sean and Logic in this thread. Yeah. Big Sean, honestly, was a king of this entire thing, man. Yeah. I haven't heard. What, what, that don't put the bass god on this. Yeah. What was he saying? I'm Cousin Skeeter. I'm tricking off the meter. I fucked her on the speaker. Ask about Bow. me. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that might have, that, hey, that probably should have been up there, man. <laughs> what was he doing? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was an average Little B song, man. He'd have some songs where he would actually try to rap. Yeah. And then he just had some songs where he just complete bullshit. Nah, this was peak. This was peak Lil B. Back yeah. when people was yeah. trying to say he was the worst rapper ever. <laughs> it's probably what Joe Budden heard yeah. when he said he was ass. Yeah. <laughs> and then Lil B came and lit him up. <laughs> Cousin Skeeter. I'm tricking off the meter. I fucked her on the speaker. Bow. Ask about Bow. me. Thanks, guys. Oh man! Oh, my goodness. The funny thing is that he wrote a uh, uh, he wrote well he did a video for like every song he made back then, man. Yeah, like every it was song the same quality made, video too. Video. It was like the cheapest video. Yes, too. it was the same quality type of video. I was just like, man, yeah. what is he doing? <laughs> oh man, these that uh, smoke. Uh, I I heard that. That was this was silly too. I'm a motherfucking stoner. I'm a motherfucking boner. I got a motherfucking boner. Yeah, my F in front of us, I got a boner. Uh, boner. Next. I <laughs> <laughs> think about boner so much, man. Yeah. He rhymed boner with boner five times. <laughs> I got a boner. Oh, this one is classic. This one is, I know you heard this before. Pulverize. Another battle. I kill him with the word pulverize. Hey, hey. I kill him with the word pulverize. Yeah, you heard what the fuck I said? Pulverize. And then he fucking dead. Because you fuck all that. I Boo! That, the boos were hilarious, hey, man. That was a stretch, dog. I pulverize. Pull, fucking. Why pulverize, man? Because <laughs> I pulverize. I killed the word pulverize. Dog. New York rap is just this. This is why why Funk Master Flex be having breakdowns. <laughs> Y'all done fell off so hard, man. Yeah, y'all forcing Young that Miami man to... on here. That well, man. 
I mean, that's not the worst. Nah, it's not the worst. But Wait, not. the plate is ludicrous. I think this is where the balloons one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Coming down the street like a parade. Macy's. I fill her up. Balloons. Test her and guns get drawn like cartoons. What is ludicrous doing, man? What is going on with his voice? I fill her up. Balloons. Balloons. Coming down the street like a parade, Macy's. I feel a rough. That was a rough line too. Yeah, that uh, these parade. first lines are out of Macy's. this era. I'm telling you, this era of rap was the worst ever. I will take the hip hop hibbity hop over this era of punchline ass rap. It's like a parade, Macy's. I feel a rough. Balloons. <laughs> this era of rap was the worst. This is coming down the street like a parade. Macy's. I fill her up. Balloons. Test her and guns get drawn like cartoons. But I ain't talking about Homer. Chick so bad, the whole crew wanna. Oh, God. Oh, God. Ludicrous. Guns get drawn like cartoons. Cartoons. Oh, man. This is why he went into acting, man. He, he We ran him out. Yeah. Somebody. Hey, this is I didn't get this. I didn't see this explained to me. Yoruba was something. I think it's a British African thing. I didn't get yeah, that one. I, yeah, I didn't get that one either. Of course, the yeah, that didn't count. That yeah. didn't count. Yeah, I ain't counting that one. Yeah, the Tyler the Creator one on Sway. <laughs> that didn't count. <laughs> Oh, Chaining Tatum. I already know that's Chaining Tatum. Not so many Chaining, call me Chaining Tatum. The do they part was hilarious, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that was one of the worst, honest. Another battle rap one. Rub my What's dick going all on over her lips like it's chap, stick. Bend the ass over, start hitting it from the back. Switch till I grab your leg and suck Sway's dick while I give her every last What? Inch. <laughs> Dog, I was scrolling through these and like the obsession with New York battle rappers and, and gay stuff is ridiculous, man. Like yeah. a lot of these had to do with like some weird gay bars they tried to slip in and they had yeah. to say pause because everybody started booing them. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that designer one, that was bad, too. Yeah. Lobby, say to pull up with a couple bad bitches, everybody popping. Couple of heaters on me. Pull it, pull up with them speakers on me. You talking up and get heated, homie. Fuck a rap, rap, gon' get it. Front the strip, nigga, know you with it. Front the strip, nigga, know I did it on the 40 deuce and a couple bitches in the Uber truck and the body snitching. Hey, hey, 12, try to lie me up, but a nigga beat the case. Try to put the drugs on me, guns on me. Yeah, everybody try to beat the rape. Halloween bugged out, thugged out, everybody try to be a snake. Cop told me that's my gun, my gun. Everybody did the rape, that's my whip. Don't touch, that's my shit. 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 Cop told me that's my drug, that's my gun, that's my shit. Don't touch, 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 that's my shit. Now, if you if you remember, there was a time when New Yorkers were trying to pump this dude up as the next one. Yes. Okay, yeah. that's a common theme. Anyone from New York, even if they were ass, if they had one popular song, New York would be like, we back. 
<laughs> that that Melly one was not bad. That was yeah. the I'm just kidding, like Jason. Some of these people yeah. just don't know what bad bars are, yeah. man. That didn't belong there. Yeah, now nah, he did. Now nah, this person did say not worse, but funny to me. Yeah, fair. I got a friend with a hole in the basement. What? I'm just kidding, like Jason. Oh. Unless you gonna do it. Gonna do it. <laughs> By the way, this now, girl, this girl right here, she died. She died a really couple of years ago. Yeah. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. Um, yeah, somebody, I, I say somebody talking about that. It's the, the lead girl in this video passed. I'm like, Damn, Damn that's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some of these didn't really belong. Yeah, yeah we don't need to hear, somebody, need to hear that. Megan Thee Stallion. No, yeah, that's big quit Nicki Minaj shit. <laughs> oh, this is funny. This is funny. Yeah, Eminem. It's fun for me just to grab a boob. Plus my penis got an attitude. <laughs> <laughs> the way he approached the camera, grab a boob. Fun <laughs> for me just to grab a boob. Plus my penis got an attitude. Uh, this is Eminem. Got to really take a look in the mirror. <laughs> Went with some of these bars, man. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I know my grandpa would have a heart attack if I pulled a hundred grand out. So I'm not gonna pull a hundred grand out. I'm, I know my. Okay, that sucked, but it wasn't the worst yeah, ever. Yeah, that ain't the worst. And I'm not a Jack Harlow fan, but that really didn't belong there. Yeah, I remember this. Oh, one. that that this, that one is funny. Yeah. Gold chain, gold on my wrist. Aim. If you ain't getting money, boy, you lame. How embarrassing it got to be for Sway to show people like these are gold headphones. Because the dude mentioned gold headphones and they ain't had nothing on. Yeah. Gold chain. shows you that he actually thought about what he's going to say, but then still couldn't complete the freestyle. Yeah. <laughs> the ones he willing to die for. Matter of fact, hey, matter of fact. Oh, we say that one. Is that the pulverized one again? Yeah, yeah enough of that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck is this? Is that Why the gay niggas trying to fuck the straight niggas? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This was Royce. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this this was rough. Yeah. Why the gay niggas trying to fuck the straight niggas Just trying to fuck the gay bitches that look just like the straight niggas Why the straight niggas that the gay bitches trying to look just like Trying to look just like the gay niggas I must look just like the grave niggas Now did any of that rhyme? He rhymed gay niggas with gay niggas like a bunch of times, yeah. man The gay yeah. niggas fucking the straight niggas That fuck with the gay niggas That fuck with the... I don't know what he's talking about, man. When I met you, I admit my first thoughts was a trick. You look so good. Yeah, this is one of those things that just as that's somebody who likes Biggie, that's hard to defend, man. Yeah, that's and Biggie had a few lines like that. Biggie had some lines where it's just like, what the fuck was he on? <laughs> yeah. Hey, he was around Diddy, man. <laughs> yeah. True, true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that one was stupid. 
Another big C. Biggie popping up a little too much in this. Yeah, man. I'll fry your trout. If Lori never ran with dancing, I will go on family feud and slam a salmon. Huppy a trout. If Lori never ran with dancing, I will go on family feud and slam a salmon. Huppy no bars. Not a bar. We gotta face our poison in order to poise on. Because you know you. When I met Yeah. Yeah, another biggie one. Okay, Big Sean. Let's close it out with Big Sean. Time and commas. You don't act like you my girl no more. You act like you my mama. And I never date my mama. That's fucking disgusting. But that's how I feel every single time you touch me. Time. That wasn't that that bad. Yeah. But Big Sean has some awful ones in here, though. So yeah, he had one in here where I'm like, what the fuck? Like he 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 did have some of that popcorn type yeah. bars in there too. Well, I was just like, Wait, go scroll up to that logic one. Scroll up to that logic one real quick. Cause that one was really bad too. This one. Not that one. Not that one. Scroll up. Scroll up. Scroll up. Yeah, scroll up a little. Yeah, that one. That one. This one was, I don't know what happened here. Every time somebody asked me what it was like to be a white rapper, what's it like to be a white rapper, Logic? Oh, and I was just like, never talked about it. And I was like, man, it's so great being a white rapper. White, 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 everything. White, man, being white is so great. Wow, it's so great. And then some brother was like, hey, hey, so daddy black? And I was like, oh, shit. And then the whole world would be like, what, are you scared to be black? Are you ashamed to be black, motherfucker? Fuck you. Fuck you, you yeah logic belongs in this in this thread of people man by far cassidy did too yeah yeah but nah big sean had some were just yeah it was bad yeah so oh they put jack yeah this, yeah, oh, yeah, this hurts to hear, but we gotta play. Cake, 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 cake. 500 million, I got a pound cake. Niggas is frontin', that's upside down cake. Get them a red nose, they clown cakes. I should've never let you round cake. Look at my neck, I got a carrot cake. Uh, now here's the icing on a cake. Cake, 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 cake. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, man, this hearing this in real time was so disappointing because when I saw that Jay was on that song, number one, I skipped right to the song with Jay on it when yeah. that album came out. And then hearing the beat, I was like, oh, Jay's surely going to kill this, man. <laughs> you know he's going to kill it. And that yeah. cake shit. Yeah. Oh, God. I was, man, where I was look the one I seen the Jay-Z was the one... Um, the uh the monster verse, <laughs> and I don't See know. That? I, I, I didn't think that was bad. No, somebody spiced it up. I don't know if somebody used AI or what, but somebody spiced it up where he was naming all of these random. Ass oh yeah, I monsters. heard that. Godzilla, King Kong, Mega Godzilla, Blackula. <laughs> he was like the monster from uh, what was that movie called? I forget. But it, it was, yeah, he was just naming the monster from Cloverfield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that that shit was right just, there was funny. <laughs> he was dog. He was just that that, that was oh. an AI thing, I think. But it was yeah. hilarious. I found so. that. 
<laughs> yeah, some awful, awful bars in that thread. So see it, check it out if you haven't. Um, oh yeah, Christina, what's going on, Christina? I saw you in the comments on YouTube. What's going on, Christina? Yeah, this one was a one. <laughs> Sasquatch, Godzilla, King Kong, Loch Ness, Goblin, Ghoul, a zombie with no conscience, Dracula, Mothman, Dragon, Bacillus, Leprechaun, Mummy, Minotaur, Werewolf, Mermaid, Frankenstein, Troll, Invisible Man, Ghost, Xenomorph, Abominable Snowman, Gremlin, Chupacabra, Manicom, Cyclops, Swamp Man, Tarulu, John Snake, Cerberus, The Monster from Cloverfield, Hadra, Balrog, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Pennywise, yeah, I ain't gonna play the whole thing. That yeah, that was funny, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Landry Locker here too. What's going on, Landry? Man, said, rock down with that meek. What does that mean? Explain yourself, sir. You mean down with that meek? Yeah, I don't think Rocket was a meat meal fan at all, man. And I think no. he, I think he actually said what you said earlier. He said he probably should have kept him in jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I regret supporting the Jay-Z movement to get him freed. We should have left him locked up, man. I don't think he should be around normal people at this point. And not because of the allegations of him being bisexual. It's just because he's crazy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, that was a funny thread. If y'all want to check it out, you know, I'm sure you can find it on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. And there's just a lot of crazy, crazy examples in there, man. But well, I found the R. Kelly one. <laughs> I think that's... The oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's this one. Girl, I yeah. got you so wet It's like a rainforest Like Jurassic Park except I'm your sexosaurus, babe <laughs> R. Kelly, I think he just got bored of singing about regular sex because he would sing about sex in the weirdest ways, man. He was like, you remind me of my Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> he made a few songs about his girl looking like a car. <laughs> 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 And now he's making a song about being a sexosaurus and y'all in the rainforest making monkey sounds. Like, <laughs> I think at some point, I think this is what led to Trapped in the Closet. Because Duh. he was like, how silly can I make my music and still have it sound good? Man. And that's what Trapped in the Closet went to. Man, Trapped in the... I was actually watching that recently, man, just to kind of see how I aged. Because I remember being a kid with that, first, I guess, chapter one or whatever that was. That one was, we was like, want to know what happened after that. Like, the dude's in the closet, found the dude in the closet. I'm yeah. like, oh, shit, what the, f what happened after that? Man, eventually, man, it just, man, rest in peace to Michael K. Williams, man. But he was in that show, too, or in that video. And it just got all, it just got out of control, man. Him messing with the fat white girl and... A midget come running out of nowhere. Yeah, when, the, when the short, when the dwarf came out, I I, I tuned out, man. I'm like, yeah. okay, this has gotten way out of control. <laughs> yeah, nah, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> but I ain't gonna lie, man. I, like, I felt like his, like him doing that was kind of creative as far as like creating a whole, made a whole series like that. Yeah. But you could tell he just got bored and just start, let's come up with the craziest thing ever. And just throw that, this in the series. Dog, that that series of videos and songs had the community in a chokehold for a good few months, man. It did. I remember they would premiere the next part of the song yes. on the radio, and it'll be like a big deal. Oh, yes. Trapped in the Closet Part Eight coming out today. Yes. Listen to it. we gonna then they played it like five times in a row, <laughs> and then they played all the parts before that before they got to the new part. Yeah. It was a big deal. It man. was, man. <laughs> 
Nah, it really was, especially with the videos. Nah, nah, it was definitely a big deal. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think he he it it really got too silly after a while, man. And it was it went on forever too. Yeah, I forgot how many um, episodes he got, but I think it, it was got a lot, about way 40. more than needs. And I think I think he did like a part two too at some point. So yeah, yeah it got it got ridiculous, man. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Landry said, I stand corrected. Yeah, man, you thought I was going to be on Meek. You thought I was a Meek Mill fan, really? I know you're Mr. Contrarian over there talking about the Usher Super Bowl performance was the worst one ever. But (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm not a Meek Mill fan, man. I thought he was always kind of overrated. I don't even like the Dreams and Nightmares song that much. I think that's one of the most overrated songs ever, man. But (laughs) that's just me. I'm, I'm just not a fan. Philly rap in general, man, just something about it. I just never liked. Even like, what was it, Freeway and all them? I yeah. just never liked that style of rap, man. It, yeah. it, I could never really get with it. Yeah, I, it's it's weird how they rap too, man. Because they don't really. I don't want to sit there and say they don't rap on beat, but they they're rapping the way they rhyme is off. <laughs> yeah, like they they could be sitting here like, yeah, I got a glass of lemonade. I come, I've been paid, came in the back, <laughs> went to the trunk. Then I went back inside to spin a K. And it like the way they rap is just kind of off. I kind of like it a little bit, but you you could have some stuff like Cassidy. Now, who was in a lot of these? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they were all gay bars too, man. I don't know what he got going on in his life. But yeah, yeah. He said my gun. Well, he said my gun is bisexual and only, or my yeah. Gun is, it got a long stick and it only hit men. Yeah. So my gun gay. <laughs> <laughs> and he said these. He the funniest thing is he said these lines with like a completely serious face. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you not see this as funny, man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tab, what's going on, Tab? What Tab up, got Tab? his old government name in his profile now. Okay. <laughs> he said, Meek had one good verse his whole career on French Montana's The Moolah track. Speaking of French Montana, have you heard the rumor about him scamming for uh, sales? Because apparently he uh, um, he oh. he sold a $5 version of his, his latest album on vinyl. Mm. And apparently people ordered it. And they're they're not being delivered, but it's saying delivered, and mm. they're getting like a message saying it's been delivered, but it, it's been delivered to a whole different state. Oh wow! So apparently he has like a scam going on because apparently his last album, the numbers were way too high. Like he did bigger first week numbers than Kendrick and J Cole last albums. Yeah, people were like, "What the fuck, French Montana?" Yeah. In this era, French Montana, but apparently. He had some kind of deal where he was selling $5 vinyls of his album, but they're not being delivered. Mm. But they're confirmed as delivered, but they're not being delivered. And some some guy in Texas orders it, and it's being sent to New York or something, or California. Oh, damn. So, yeah, he's running some kind of scam to get his numbers up, and I don't know what's going on with that, but it's crazy. Damn, that's crazy. Damn shame what happened to him, man. I was a big fan of French Montana back in the day. Him yeah, and Matt, him and Max B. When I seen Mac and Cheese Part Five, I'm just like, ah, this ain't the same. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I agree, man. Uh, Tab said, "What up, guys? We're good, man. Hope you're doing well too, man. Hope you hope you hope you're doing well, Tab." <laughs> All right, man. It's getting a little late in the night. We got work and shit tomorrow, so we should go ahead and close this. Shit, I forgot today. Out. I forgot. I think it's today, Friday, man. Yeah, I know. I was thinking that oh, too. Shit. I was like, wait a minute. Fuck, it's almost midnight. We got to work tomorrow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, appreciate all y'all kicking it with us, man. All y'all, Tab, Landry came through, Christina, Tony Scott, Bravo, uh, HRW on Twitch. Um, everybody who stopped by, man, we really appreciate y'all. D Holcomb on uh on YouTube. Hey, I think I said HRW already. Appreciate y'all all, man. Thank y'all for listening to another exciting edition of the podcast. And until next time, peace. <clears throat>